AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment, so you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? This show's live. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And what is it we do? Well, ah, here's what we do. We talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. The government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside-down 
I've got a doozy for you tonight. Lots of interesting things happening out there in the news cycles. And it got me thinking in a bunch of different ways. And so here we are. Let's see what happens when you start thinking in a bunch of different ways and uh, try and turn it into one coherent narrative. Cross your fingers. We're going to get this done. So the crazy thing about this show is uh, not only is it live. Well, I don't have any inside sources. I'm just uh, watching the the news cycles, uh, the Internet, just like you guys are. And I'm just trying to uh, see what's actually going on out there. And in the zeitgeist recently, in the last couple days, there's been uh, something, this little something strange. And we'll get to that shortly. And, uh, well, I hope you dig it. But the thing is this, right? Uh, like I said, I had no, no inside sources here. I have no idea what's really happening other than what I'm trying to put together, piece together one uh, for an in- interesting conversation uh, to get us thinking about other things, other terms in, well, just everything in, uh, here on Earth, uh, out in cosmology, look up at the sky, all the rest of this stuff. There's so much going on out there that I think we should be talking about it, at least at the very least thinking about it. And that's what this show is. It's just about getting together and thinking about things, considering things. And, uh, well, trying to uh, maybe be a step ahead of uh, where they want us to be. And I think that's what this is all about. So, uh, as as I said, uh, no inside sources here. The only weapon I have, the secret weapon of troubled minds, is you. Literally you. If you're out there listening right now, it is Tuesday nights. We're uh, somewhere in that week between... Not just uh, uh, Christmas, but uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. So there's uh, there's a lot going on with this, and and uh, been been a busy week for me and probably a lot of other folks. And that's okay because uh, being busy is uh, hopefully better than not being busy. And uh, then, well, that's what we're doing tonight. And so what I mean by the secret weapon is, well, if you listen to the show in, at any point ever, you'll know that uh, there's a lot of uh, folks that listen out there that end up with a, um, well, how about an amazing take? Uh, and we get one amazing take after another because people are out there just kind of uh, putting their heads to uh, to the topic at hand, to what we're talking about, and then they want to uh, uh, contribute. And as a contribution to the show, it usually blows my mind. It usually goes way past what I was thinking, but that's part of the reason we do it in a live format. You know, I'll take the ums and ahs and, you know, imperfections every day over some perfectly edited in a vacuum sort of situation to make me sound super smart. I'm not really concerned about sounding super smart because uh, it's just laying the foundation for not just standing on the shoulders of giants of what came before us, but also uh, how about uh, looking to the future and hearing uh, all the thoughts of the amazing folks out there that are just concerned citizens. That's uh, pretty hot stuff, and that's what this show's about. You are the secret weapon of troubled minds, and the reason I say that is because we have a phone number. It's an open line. Anybody can call. I just ask that you don't uh, be particularly rude, but uh, that's it. I won't be rude to you. You don't be rude to me. And it's as simple as that. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. And it has the Discord link. We're streaming on the website itself. As always, you can, uh, if you don't know where to find us, because there's so many places to find us, the website is the great, the greatest place to go for everything Troubled Minds. So there you go. Uh, 
Uh, so uh, let's see. What else do we got? We got that. Uh, Discord is a chat client, a voice client. It's completely free. If you're international and don't like that 702 area code, which is uh, Las Vegas, by the way, and so where I'm streaming from is uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And if you um, don't like the, the uh, 702 area code and you're international, uh, Discord's free. And uh, we do part of the show on Discord with uh, folks jumping in and having a conversation that way as well. So, okay, uh, got that, got that. Uh, we also have another Fringe uh, Discord running. It's the same program. It's just a different chat room. I'm watching all the chat rooms because we're streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and, of course, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And I'm watching all of it. I'm trying to keep my eyes on all in all the places and see all the chat and uh, be able to see who's out there and uh, what the comments are and just kind of keep up with you guys as we go. But... Uh, so if you want to join the Fringe chat room, please do. You go to fringe.fm slash chat. That will give you a direct invite and uh, lots of fine folks over there all the time. And uh, come say hi. Definitely come uh, meet uh, the amazing folks of Fringe. And uh, let's see, what else do we got? Then one last thing is uh, the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds is by uh, downloading the Fringe app. You can go to your favorite app store, iTunes or Android, and it's completely free at 7.05 Monday through Thursday. Just smash the play button and you get Troubled Minds. It's as easy as that. And all the other great programming that comes along with uh, the Fringe FM. Okay, so, well, uh, what's on my mind tonight, you may wonder hmm, okay well let us do this then let us go to how about this let's go to sciencealert.com one of my favorite websites these days these guys are pretty amazing and we'll begin here all right this one's going to space but we're going to begin inside in inner space we're going to begin in the minds of humanity, in the mind of mankind, is what we're going to do. We're going to start here, okay? And from sciencealert.com, they reported this. And it got me thinking in a number of ways, and you'll see. Stay tuned, and you'll. this will make, make sense very soon. Scientists have identified the driving force behind your darkest impulses. Hmm. All right, so let's read a little bit of this. Psychologists call it the dark triad, an intersection of three of the most malevolent tendencies of human nature, psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism. All right, I think I said that right. But the truth goes deeper and darker. There's also egoism, sadism, spitefulness, and more. And behind this rogues gallery of all our worst inclinations on the surface, a central common core of human darkness lies, according to new research. And of course, well, in, in a 2018 study, psychologists from Germany and Denmark mapped this driving force behind all our darkest impulses and gave it a name. And uh, how do you how do you miss this? This is this is the funniest thing ever, right? So if you're scientists and you're you know behind the darkest impulses of the human mind, uh, what are you going to call that? You're going to give it a name, right? Like if you if you think you've identified something, you're going to be able to give it a name, aren't you? Uh, what's up? Uh, Carry out there says uh, seven deadly sins. That's a good one too. We can talk about that as well. Let's see. Um, let me delete these bad bad people, these dark impulse people that are spamming in the chat. Let ban one ban too. Look at that. I can ban them faster than you can spam them. Anyway, so here we go. Now, uh, again, uh, exactly, the seven deadly sins, that sort of thing. There's a lot going on here with this, but we're just be just beginning, all right? So this this gets a little wild, right? If you if you were a scientist and you were going to name this this new whatever, the, the central 
driving force behind humanity's darkest impulses. What would you call it? What would you call it? Well, uh, I guess these scientists maybe have a sense of humor <laughs> uh, because uh, in, 20, in a 2018 study, psychologists from Germany and Denmark mapped this driving force behind all our darkest impulses and gave it a name. Meet D, the newly identified dark factor of personality. D, right? They named it the D. Uh, so if you guys want to insert D jokes here, well, go right ahead because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm never one to run away from a dick or a fart joke, and we'll just uh, we'll leave it at that. But these uh, these scientists have named this dark impulse, the driving force behind all our darkest impulses, as D, the letter D, a capital D. Meet D, the newly identified dark factor of personality. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is this is where this goes, right? And I'm going to take this into space because there's some other wild reporting going on right about now and kind of maybe casting doubt on the Mars missions, the missions to the moon and uh well, our thoughts of an off-world colony. So in any case, we'll get there. Hang with me and uh let's go back to the D, shall we? Let's go back to the D. The theoretical framework of the D factor has its underpinnings in what's known as the G factor. And yes, that's right. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> These scientists with their terms, uh, the D and the G factor. Okay. Uh, anyway, the G factor is a construct proposed by English psychologist Charles Spearman over a century ago when he observed that individuals who performed well on one kind of cognitive test were more likely to score well on other kinds of intelligence tests too. All right, cool. That sounds fine, right? Where's the monsters here? Well, hang tight. In other words, a general intelligence factor could be measured. But in turn, it turns out that's not all scientists were able to detect. Quote, in the same way, the dark aspects of human personality also have a common denominator, which means that, similar to intelligence, one can say that they are all an expression of the same dispositional tendency, explained psychologist Ingo Zettler from the University of Copenhagen in Denmark back in September of 2018. All right. So uh, as we get going tonight, we got the D, we got the G factor, we got the darkest impulses of humankind. And well, what's up, Doombot? Says they found the naughty gene. I yeah, maybe, maybe. Naughty or nice, we could uh, turn turn this little Santa Claus into this while we're at it. Why not? But uh, so here we go. In a series of four separate studies over 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 twenty five hundred participants, Zettler and fellow researchers surveyed participants with questions designed to measure their levels of nine distinct dark personality traits. Uh oh. Egoism, Machiavellianism, moral disengagement, narcissism, psychological entitlement, psychopathy, sadism, self-interest, and spitefulness. Now, what does all that mean? Well, it means that people can be pretty dark individuals, right? Pretty dark people. Uh, in, in uh, clearly, I know what you're thinking. It's not what you th stop that. Stop. Meaning. There's a darkness inside all of us, okay? And let's go here. 
Let's go here. Let's go to this real quick, just because uh, I like this. I like this quote. This is from Mark Pellegrino, and we'll, we'll weave this into the, the narrative as we go. We got a couple quotes here, and if you guys can think of any amazing quotes regarding this, the darkness that resides inside us all, well, I'd love to hear them. But check this out. This is a, a from BrainyQuote.com, and this is from Mark Pellegrino, and the quote goes a little something like this. Actually, it goes exactly like this. Everyone has monsters and demons within themselves. They're metaphors for the human condition. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. It's not just the human condition, all right? It's the human condition under duress, right? Under some level of stressful uh, situation or a stressful input into into our psyche and all the rest of this, right? There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot to this. And uh, as we go tonight, it got me thinking in terms of, well, if we're going to be a an off-world colony and some of the rest of these things that they say are going to happen in the next 10 years, uh, colonies on the moon, colonies on Mars, all the rest of this, I can't think of a more stressful situation, right? If you were kind of out there, if something goes wrong, there's nobody to help. Here on Earth, there's billions of people, right? And some, some people with the dark impulses will just walk by and maybe spit on you if you need help, right? But there's also a whole lot of really good people that might actually stop and help you. Okay, well, in this, in terms of this in particular, I'm going to take this back to Mars in a sec, so you'll see where I'm going with this. But, but the thing is that if we have this human impulse, right, to have a demon inside of us, it's like always fighting this whatever this this thing this that whole dichotomy of trying to be a good person versus you know you've seen the the memes of the devil and the angel on on the shoulder of the you know pre, pre, antagonist protagonist whoever it is uh, wh whatever's going on right where they're trying to get talked into uh, or talked out of doing something particularly horrific or spiteful or mean or all the rest of the things that we like we've been talking about right so it's it's that right it's it's not just the human condition in that we're all sort of you know hopefully aspiring to be better people okay but then there's also the rest of this with okay now we're talking about in the next 10 years like we still haven't like wiped war out of our human dna we're still out there butchering people on a daily basis you know that there's still horrific things happening the world over and so it got me thinking in terms of well, if we can't get rid of that war gene or whatever you want to call it, right? Just that that disgusting thing in humanity where we just have to murder each other all the time. Well, what's going to happen on Mars, right? What's going to happen on the moon when we have human colonies up there? Even you know, you can stress test, you can train astronauts, you can do all the things you're supposed to do, okay? You can do all of that. But what happens when regular people under a ton of stress and uh, maybe in particular circumstances, uh, crack, crack under the pressure. What, what happens? And so what happens if you get sort of a, well, an outburst like this, let's say on Mars, in the first human colony on Mars, all right? So we're going to take this, this idea of monsters within us to Mars, because why not? Because we're taking ourselves to Mars eventually, right? I think that's the goal. I think that's what Elon's talking about. That's the way this has been going. 
But it got me thinking in terms of not just this. Meet the D, right? The driving force between the most malevolent tendencies of human nature. is what the scientists call this. Like I said, how on earth could you hate the D? You know what I'm saying? How on earth? Well, unless it's malevolent, and then it's easy to hate. You get what I'm saying here? All right. Uh, I'm not going to get over the D jokes. I'm going to keep, keep pounding the D jokes, because why not? But, but okay, so oddly enough, we have this, all right? And so the title of the show tonight is, of course, Monsters on Mars, right? Should we, should we fear monsters on Mars? And what is it, that term right there, what does it bring to mind, right? Like dune sandworms or was it, you know, I don't know, reptilians hiding in caves on Mars? Who knows? Maybe some sort of microbial dangerous thing that's going to be, you know, problematic or even deadly to the first Mars coloners, uh, colonizers, or even, even the moon as well, right? So we're, we're talking about uh, colonies on both the moon and Mars in the next 10 years, supposedly, right? Cross your fingers, supposedly. So we'll see. We'll see what this looks like and how this goes. But uh, the, the problem is, right? The, the problem is, how can we be worried about monsters elsewhere, when we haven't conquered the monsters inside of ourselves? That's the question for tonight. That's, that's the question. So not only am I thinking in terms of, well, the first human colonies off-world, all right? Off-world. I'm also thinking about how we haven't conquered this tendency, these, this, this primal tendency to, to conquer other people, right? This primal tendency to, uh, you know, like George Orwell said, uh, put, put the, you know, the boot on the human face forever, that sort of thing, right? Like that tendency, it's there, it's still there. And you see, right, you just go to some places in the world, this stuff is still happening. And it, it, it you know, it makes me a little bit ill. Uh, there you go, what's up, Koji on the, on the chat says, uh, the reptilian brain and kind of yeah i think kind of so so back to this all right so so the question tonight should we be more worried about monsters on mars for the first colony that gets there or should we be more concerned about the monsters that reside within ourselves and that's what this article got me thinking of in terms of not just clearly we know for a very long time that uh the the uh, humans as just a species are very uh, dynamic, let's say, volatile, um, brilliant, and sadistic all at the same time, okay? And benevolent, loving, kind. There, there's so many things that humans are. But it got me thinking in terms of not just this, how scientists have suddenly identified the driving force behind the, your darkest impulses, which, again, they call it the D, which, again, like I said, you can't make this stuff up. But then, well, if this is the case, and we're headed to Mars and the moon in colonies, human colonies, should we be more afraid of the monsters that are already here? And, well, that's the question tonight. Uh, just talking about sort of uh, what, what did uh, Night Stalker say there? The, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the shining Mars edition. Kind of, right? I think kind of. That's what we're talking about. It's like we have these, the, the human psyche is a very, you know, it could be very robust. It, it could also be extremely fragile. But those states, even in the same individual, can differ just depending on a set of circumstances, okay? And so it's got me thinking in terms of, well, Think about the amount of stress that's just been bombarded on, well, humanity the last 
let's say two years or, you know, going on three years now, right? Uh, or is it, wait, was it one, two, two years, two years, right? Two years in uh, approximately March. And you know what I'm saying? It's the elephant in the room. Negativity, stress, negativity, stress, fear, 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 right? So there's that. And we have to deal with that. That's a level of stress. But imagine, imagine you here on earth, you still have people to help. You still have people to, to reach out to, to connect with. Imagine if on Mars, something goes wrong. Imagine if you're out there in space, millions of miles from Earth, something goes wrong and there's nobody to help. Is that not a stressful situation? Does that not stoke that the D within us, this dark driving force behind our darkest impulses here, according to this article? And that's, what I, that's, that's where my mind's at tonight. It, like, I, I'm less concerned, to be perfectly honest, about what monsters we find on Mars. And to be clear, I think there might be <laughs> actual life on Mars, all right? We just haven't found it yet. I think it's probably underground. I think there's a lot of water situation going on there now. There's a lot of things. There's that methane that changes with the seasons. There's a lot of shenanigans happening on Mars that they haven't actually officially acknowledged yet. But... Given the stress of an off-world colony, do you think the largest monster will be human? Humankind, I guess. You tell me. I don't know. I think that's a, it's one of those things where I, I, we have, humans are amazing, right? And they're also the opposite of that. And so you tell me. That's what's on my mind tonight. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff like we usually do. We can talk about real monsters on Mars if you want to take it there. Think in terms of uh, pathogens or, like I said, maybe uh, reptilians living underground or because why not, right? Uh, drinking the maybe juice, that's what we do on this show. But what about the rest of it? What about all of this stuff with, with uh, stress levels rising, not just here on Earth, but of course stress levels before we even get to Mars going through the roof. So, love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think we should be afraid more of ourselves than what's out there? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Auto Trader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, Auto Trader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. For program details. Auto Trader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, Auto Trader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. 
Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're talking about space, the final frontier. Is it something we should be concerned about as we head to colonies on the moon and colonies on Mars when we haven't even conquered the space within? That's what's on my mind tonight. I'd love to hear your thoughts. We're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Let's see. Secret space program. Oh, gotcha. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... All right, let's reframe this. I'm talking about basically the human psyche. And is it ready for space? In the next 10 years, it's said that we're supposed to have colonies built on the moon and built on Mars. So you would presume in, let's say, 50 years from now, there would be a lot of people on the moon and Mars as we start to move the human eggs out of the one basket. All right. The proverbial eggs out of the one basket. All right. And that's and that's what this is about. This is not about a secret space program at all. Unless, of course, you want to take it there. That's fine. Like I said, uh, we do this live to include you for exactly that reason. If you want to talk about that, we can talk about that but I, I don't think that's the thing here the thing i'm the thing that's on my mind is this so we we started here with this thing called the d and yep you got it the d uh it is the driving force behind your darkest impulses okay and that's what uh, again we start here with the science alert article but it got me thinking in terms of right you see like those space space dramas those space horror situations right like the expanse or like uh I don't know. There's there's plenty of them. I can't think of a, a ton of them off the top of my head because my, my mind is here in this moment because, well, sometimes you have to do that. Uh, and the thing is, though, well, is that space horror situation about us? Is it about space or do we create that horror ourselves? And I think that's it. I think that's what's up. So this is weird, right? So scientists have identified the driving force behind your darkest impulses. But so the question on my mind tonight is, should we be more afraid of the humanity that we bring to space than we do for the actual uh, whatever dangers may lurk elsewhere, okay? And what I mean by monsters in, on Mars or monsters on the moon or things like this, it's, 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 it's not literal, okay? Unless you want it to be, then we can talk about that. But I think the thing is that we haven't conquered our, uh, you know, human ability to want to destroy each other, right? Like, like it still exists, there are still like blood mortal enemies out there that will just push till their dying day for, you know, some sort of victory over somebody else. Okay. And that could be a personal situation. That could be a, that could be a country state type situation. That could be a lot of things. All right. Revenge. All of these things that are, they're talking about here. So not just again. So there's egoism, sadism, spitefulness. Uh, let's see what else. There's more. There's more. Uh, anyway, so interestingly from this, in a given person, the D factor, which of course is that this dark factor within humanity and this uh, study from Science Alerts, pretty good stuff if you want to read it. I recommend you read it in... Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, call. I'll just call now. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll we'll put you on the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So that's the thing, right? W- regarding all of this. I don't know. Is this again? We have the monster within, and is that more terrifying than what might lurk in the sands of Mars? That's the question tonight. And well, meaning of course, the sands of Mars. It could be you know whatever you want to say. Um, something hiding underneath the the actual um, well, uh, the sand, the, the red sand, or uh, microbes, or reptilians or who knows what's actually up there like i said the dune sandworms i don't know okay but the thing is there are a ton of unknowns about these alien worlds okay but my question is this are we equipped now currently to deal with those type of things when we haven't even conquered ourselves yet we're still destroying this planet wholesale every single day it's ridiculous and well i don't know I think that's my point tonight. Do you think it's more necessary to conquer ourselves before we start conquering Mars? And that's what's going on. So uh, as we're talking about this tonight, uh, we're starting with this Science Alert article, and I'm taking it to space. I'm taking the human psyche to space, because why the hell not? Nobody says I can't, damn it, and so we're doing it. But here's the thing, right? As always, you're the secret weapon of the show, and if you want to be part of this show, give us a call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link and be on the show that way, just like our friend Derek. Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you, my man? Hey, Mike. Great show tonight. Thank really you cool very stuff. much. Appreciate it. What do you think? I'm, uh, I'm call- Sorry, I'm calling from inside the store tonight, so if you hear any background noise... Uh, can you hear anything in there right now? Like any any music playing in the background? Nope, loud and clear, man. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Then we're good. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Now, so what do you think? What do you think? Is is this a, a danger? Not just like you said, the shining in space, right? That sort of thing. Yeah. Should we be more concerned about the monsters within than the monsters without? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I found a few quotes about the uh, monsters within. Real quick, if you want me to just rattle them off before I get going here. Sure. Um, speaking of Stephen King and The Shining, uh, here's a quote. Um, sometimes uh, human places create inhuman monsters. Um, oh, monsters are scared, said Letty. That's why they're monsters. And that's uh, Neil Gaiman. Um, monsters are real and ghosts are real too. They live inside us and sometimes they win. That's Stephen King. Uh, the scariest monsters are ones that lurk within our souls. Zegar Allan Poe. Um, I believe there are monsters born in the world to human parents. John Steinbeck. Uh, ignorance is the womb of monsters. Uh, Henry Ward Beecher. So they're all pretty much coming up with the same conclusion. It's that like these monsters that terrorize stories and terrorize us in the night and stuff is they're actually like manifestations of things that are inside us. Like the scariest monsters are the ones that, that are uh, like looking in the mirror back at you basically. Um, so as far as like you, you nailed it when like we should be conquering our inner space, maybe before we go to our outer space, but which I a hundred percent agree with, but maybe like as a culture, it might take too long to get everybody to a point where they're not going to like kill themselves in some kind of space colony. Cause like, just look what happens when the weather tells us that we're going to have snow for a weekend or like Christmas comes and, and people realize that they can't go to the supermarket for 24 hours. They just pile into the store to make sure they have all their creature comforts, you know, and then tell them that they'll have to last 15 years up there or like a year up there without their provisions that they want or worse. Like, they're never coming back. Like they're just the first wave of Martian explorers. They, they're never coming back. So I don't know. It, it will be like a shining in space type scenario, unless they 
train these astronauts like in meditation and all of the all of the things that you have to tra- train them basically like they're going to become some kind of a shaman or buddhist lama or something like that you know they have to, they have to put in the work big time um but as far as like what would happen to us like physiologically i wonder when we get there if like our personalities might change just from being on a different planet like i'm not sure what the resonance of earth does to our personalities like there's all kinds of theories and different like ideas about the uh, sounds of the spheres and like the uh like our circadian rhythms and there's different pa- different like frequencies and patterns that happen and that affect our body when we're on this planet you know and how will that change when we go off planet like will generations after us become like start to change and start to become maybe maybe more monstrous like they might lose a piece of humanity that's not just part of our personality it's actually it's actually from living on this earth body you know um i'm not sure and then there's like i gotta kind of be quick because i'm it's kind of busy night tonight but like there's a theory or like some kind of story i i, I remember uh, spirit science did it uh made a video about it like in like 2009 2010 range where they told like the whole history of humanity basically and in this story i don't know like it's kind of like a it's kind of a little bit new age it's a little like bs kind of but like in in this story which might have a crumb of an idea the earth body has like a tree of life in it there's like sephiroths that are housed by different races from all across the cosmos and there's like atlanteans and lemurians or whatever like again this is just their story like taking up these different sephiroths and something happened like either lemuria collapsed or like some other pre-lemurian civilization collapsed and opened up two slots on like the on the world tree of the earth and then and then to occupy those spots a martian race that like destroyed their planet came down and filled that void and then they're very warlike which is where we got the the idea that martians are warlike so perhaps like they have something different with their with their psyche there's different monsters that are lurking inside the martian psyche and then they came down to earth and, and was what caused humanity to take a skew to like being a more warlike species because like we interbred with these martians and now we have this martian warlike dna in us that might when we go back to mars might really bloom it might really like come out in a bad way you know which is like it's kind of a ridiculous idea but i figured i'd toss that out there just no, well, yeah. well it, it comes it comes full circle because mars is the god of war so it makes exactly. you wonder right yeah yeah, yeah which really got that from, yeah? Exactly. yeah pretty wild stuff so it, this wasn't coming out of nowhere so the, just so you know what's up uh, cnet reported that in these mars colony simulations they, they found out that the crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication so you kind of leave them in the dark too long without any sort of mission control situation and things could get ugly right it's that whole stress <laughs> are we really alone like think about it in terms of are we really alone in the universe but then well are you really alone on mars becomes a lot more terrifying doesn't it yeah exactly and just and yeah it's just and just the idea of being trapped it's like it gives you a very claustrophobic idea or a very claustrophobic feeling just just thinking about it and just the idea that you can't even leave the conditions on mars aren't good aren't where we can survive in it so we have to we're not only trapped on a planet but we're trapped in very tight quarters with people we're trapped in a tiny in a tiny like space station or a tiny whatever that is probably going to be like dealing with a lot of infrastructure problems like if you watch the martian he's caught like every other scene he's dealing with some kind of wind blowing something off and he has to fix something it's a very stressful stressful environment and like it will compound the fact that you're just like in an isolated 
chamber for long periods of time and just i don't know just the the thought of that it's like being trapped underwater like one of the scariest potential deaths i've ever heard is like something where they take an, like an immortal somebody that can't die or like they curse them with a, with a mortal life and then like trap them in the bottom of the ocean so like with those like so forever so we're just trapped in the small small like enclosed space forever and just that's 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 like a true hell that's about the the absence of hope you know and that could be if you're not mentally prepared for what's going to happen to you on mars you might feel that same feeling you know so i think foremost you have, like before any type of physical training you gotta make sure you weed out the mentally unstable before you pick them as an astronaut but uh it's, it's about to get kind of noisy over here and i'm rambling bad so i gotta get going but uh okay really great show mike appreciate it good stuff as always uh that's derek uh, the night stalker have a great night catch you later brother He's got a, thanks a lot. He's got a YouTube channel. Check it out. Uh, link is in the description. Uh, he's got a trailer uh, and you can see him actually night stalking in his uh, YouTube trailer. And uh, let's inspire him to uh, create some content for us because uh, he calls in often to the show and he's brilliant, as you can tell. So, so do check that out. Uh, scroll down. It says follow night stalker here. Uh, go follow his YouTube channel and uh, hopefully we'll inspire him to make some uh, amazing stuff. So, so the thing is, right. And, and he, he's spot on here and this is what I'm talking about, right? So the monsters within ourselves seems to be um i don't know enduring okay it, it doesn't seem something easily defeated and this is where i'm headed with this okay so not just this this darkness inside of ourselves inside of our soul inside of our psyche in, inside of the rest of this let's go to this article this is uh msn's reporting this but from cnet and check this out and this is this is where i'm headed, headed with this because this gets a little more terrifying the deeper you go and by the way if you want to be on the show uh derica kicked us off with a great call there as always i'd uh, love to hear your thought on this do you think that it's more important the question is this do you think it's more important to maybe focus on oh i don't know mental health here than it is to worry about going to mars like you know i get it the the, the all the eggs in one basket situation we get smacked with an asteroid we're screwed uh, better to have some people on mars just in case i get that but if we're, we're going to be monsters no matter where we go because we can't conquer the monster within, what's the difference? Like we become that warfaring, uh, like planet domineering, space faring version of ETs that, you know, they show us in Hollywood. They're, they go from planet to planet like locusts, just d destroying all of the natural resources, right? I mean, that's the thing. If we can't like sort of shake that out of who we are out of our dna now then we're going to spread that nastiness throughout the galaxy aren't we um yeah so anyway so let's go to this and this is this is why i started thinking in terms of this there's in the zeitgeist you guys know me i watch news cycles very closely and why i'm talking about this is not just because of that story about the human psyche to start us out right about the the darkest portion the d right the, the darkest portion of of humans right not that yes that but also not that check this out in the zeitgeist there's also things like this happening and it wasn't the only one if i find one thing it's one thing but if you find multiple things you start to go wait what's happening right now and here's what here's my thought mars colony simulations crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication and like derek was saying there's that feeling of claustrophobia if you can't get help right imagine drowning right and, and interestingly on the uh uh, the, the graphic tonight what do i have there's an there's a nasa astronaut drowning in a sea of space all right and it's it is an interesting thought that if you're out there and there's nobody to help 
What kind of feelings are going through your mind, through your soul, through your body, all right? Uh, so yeah, here we go. Earlier this month, six people began their tenure in an immersive experiment that's either your greatest dream or your worst nightmare. They're living in a simulated extraterrestrial colony while being monitored by its builders. It's part of Project Sirius, an eight-month an eight-month off-world settlement test taking place in Moscow, all right? So it's not actually there. It's not on Mars. It's in Moscow, and they're uh, testing like it would be Mars. They have no help, all right? And this is what they found, right? Given the rampant interest in colonizing other planets, especially from SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, scientists behind these experiments are learning what physical and psychological consequences could be in store for future Martian or lunar settlers. And even though 2021 serious simulation which just started on November 4th, there's already a good chunk of data to work with from tests in 2017 and 2019. All right. So check this out. This gets a little a little more wild as this goes. Uh, so among those analyzing the specifics, one research team has noted two striking outcomes. Members of the off-Earth society grew increasingly autonomous, and they progressively communicated their feelings less often with mission control. The researchers published their findings in November 9th in the journal Frontiers in Physiology. At face value, strong independence seems promising in a potential Martian society. If settlers perceive full control of their mission, they'd function confidently on their own and work collaboratively, drawing on their comfort with one another. That could benefit later inter interplanetary endeavors by easing individual anxiety and enhancing group cohesion for carrying out protocols, right? Sounds legit, right? Well, it gets a little darker because withdrawing from maybe communications is not necessarily a positive human thing, all right? Which we know, which is what we're talking about, the human psyche as we begin tonight. Check this out. It gets even crazier. Uh, that was one of the surprising findings of the study. Quote, the communication characteristics of crew members with different personalities, genders, and cultures became more similar during the mission, said co-author Dmitry Shved of the Russian Academy of Sciences and Moscow Aviation Institute. But on a deeper level, letting go of mission control's hand invites some challenges. Quote, the negative side is that the mission control loses the possibility to understand the needs and problems of the crew, which consequently hinders mission control's ability to provide support, Shaved said, taking it a step or five further if the crew achieves a super high level of autonomy and cohesion, according to Shaved, there's another potential concern. They might seek complete detachment from ex external governing structures. Basically, Martian humans could revolt from earthlings. So you see, you see what they're doing? You see what they're already setting this up to be like an intergalactic war, right? Like a interplanetary, sorry, interplanetary war with Earth and Mars. And we aren't even on Mars yet. So again, right? So, so I, I, this fantastic article started us out tonight from Science Alert talking about the D, all right? The, I, can't, I won't get enough, the D, right? The D, again, meet the D, the newly identified dark factor of personality. The theoretical framework of the D factor has its underpinnings in what's known as the G factor, uh, which we talked about. And uh, yeah, so it started there and got me thinking, okay, so what about the dark heart of humanity, all right? What about that devil on your shoulder? situation and then clearly because this is troubled minds i'm like okay we all you know it, that's that's fun to talk about it's fun to consider but what happens if you take that same concept and then you put it on mars 
you put it in a, in a space of isolation where, well, there is no help. But what if they thrive in the other sense, right? And there's no overreach, no, 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 nobody to tell them you can't do this or you can't do that, right? Like, what are they going to have? Like, um, like Mars police, Mars cops? How, how are they going to stop things from happening that are, you know, let's, let's call it uh, below board, I guess. I, I don't know. I think, I think there's some weirdness to this. And uh, basically, my thought is this tonight. And, and again, if you have a, an idea about this or if you think I'm, I'm on here or I'm off here or whatever, it's just part of the conversation, we can take this anywhere we want to. Monsters on Mars are my, the least of my concerns, even though I do believe there may be life on Mars. Okay, I do believe so. Uh, just because we haven't found it specifically and caught the little critter running around and held it up for a picture doesn't mean there might not be a ton of pretty terrifying things underground on Mars. We don't know yet. All right. We, we're, we're barely there with the Mars rovers and all the rest of this. And heck, some people don't even believe space is real and Mars is fake anyway. So whatever. But the thing is this, right? How about that feeling of isolation? What about that feeling of this, this D, the D, the, the dark factor of a human personality left to its own devices in space? That's like, it's like, uh, it's like, Psychopathy, I think is how you say it, uh, narcissism, Machiavellianism, right? What about the fact that maybe, right, you send them up there with billions of dollars of equipment and they become that breakaway civilization. The revolt begins almost immediately, right? And it seems like they're putting, they're pumping that out into the zeitgeist right now. And I've got more, more examples, not just this, there is more. And so it's got me wondering, are we already, like, think about it. Are we already before we're even on Mars, setting up some sort of planetary fracture, some sort of us versus them, the, those dirty Martian colonists, right? It's their fault, right? You know how our media works. You have to just pick out who's who you can cast blame on and fling poo at, right? That's the way our media works. So it's got me thinking in terms of this, right? So not just do we have this happening, right? The scientists discuss planetary colonies, say, oh, oh that's another one. Let's go to that later. Uh, the Mars colony simulations, crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication, right? So if you leave them to their own devices, they're already suggesting in new cycles now that we may have an interplanetary conflict afoot before we're even there. And this is what I'm talking about, right? This is what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense, does it? It's like, uh, it's like let's set up the war before there's even a war. Let's start the propaganda, beating the drums and all the rest of this before we even have a chance to fire a shot, a proverbial shot. Weird, no? I think this is weird. And so here we are, on Earth, stuck here until the first plane leaves for Mars itself. But then what? Is there going to be this breakaway civilization, this Martian revolt, as they're casting it and framing it in the media? Or do you think that, well, maybe, Michael Strange, you have an overactive imagination, and that's totally fine. What do you think? That's what this is all about. It's a conversation. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I don't know. Mars? Revolts? Maybe even cannibalism? We'll get to that when we come back. 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More Mars, colonies, cannibalism, and you when we return. Be right back.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. Random, random, images that they traverse neurons in the brain. Alright, so maybe, maybe, uh, Maybe, maybe, uh, and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show's live. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what is it we do? Well, we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Like I said, this show's live. We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And we're taking your phone calls. Tonight, we're discussing, well, the monster within. Not just in terms of humanity conquering itself and its own demons, but then taking that notion 
off-planet. Because, of course, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and the, the billionaires of the space race era, the new space race, are fighting tooth and nail to see who can get to Mars first. And so, well, well, we may get there. Do you think it's the best idea? We have a lot of problems here on Earth, and that's what's on my mind tonight. And I'd love to hear your thoughts regarding this. Should we be more concerned about monsters on Mars and what dangers lie there? Or should we be more concerned with the fact it's 2021, nearly 2022, and we're still waging wars the world over? We're still butchering people. We're still censoring thought and speech. Like, there's so many things that are happening on this planet that are just horrific for humans in the future. That's, well, I think we got a lot of work to do. And it, it's unfortunate that we have these, uh, you know, the geopolitics and all the rest of this and people with uh, all over the world with these just, just sensitive souls that just, you know, you can't criticize them or they want to go to war. You know, it's just like, come on, guys. Like, wasn't that so fifth century? Like, we should be over this by now. But, well, we're not. Still dropping bombs on the Middle East. We're still sending in, uh, you know, uh, gun teams to do this and that, uh, clandestine operations, you name it. There, there's just tons and tons of, like, dirty shenanigans happening on Earth. And it's got me thinking in terms of, well, we got a lot of work to do here on the inside so while we're still on Earth. So this whole maybe Martian idea to me seems like a pipe dream. It seems like is doesn't and then and then of course we have this weirdness with the media cycles setting up what appears to be maybe a an interplanetary conflict before we even have a colony on Mars. It's crazy. I got a couple articles regarding that and we'll get to those in just a sec here. But that's what we're talking about tonight, right? So not just, you know, we talk about on this show on Troubled Minds, aliens and the possibilities, and we just call it drinking the maybe juice and all the rest of this, and that's fine, okay? Like, I, I don't know. I don't believe in particular that there are, I don't know, you know, Martians, like, reptilians on Mars or something. But I do believe there's probably microbial life, at least. There's, there might be larger life underground, I think so. I think we're going to probably run into that as we start sending people up there. And so in my mind, it's monsters on Mars, okay? Because we don't know what these aliens are, et cetera, so on. But to me, it seems less important than conquering the monsters within. And that's the point tonight. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of this discussion, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org and we'll put you on the show. And it's uh, as easy as that. We got uh, Matt in California. We're going to go to him in just a sec. And then James, I see there. We'll go to James right after that. Thanks for being patient, James. And uh, that's what's up. So what are your thoughts on this? That's the whole idea tonight. Well, we've got this article right here real quick that's... Uh, Mars colony simulations. The crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication, right? Like what? Like the president calling them and telling them we're proud of you Martians or I don't know. It, it just seems strange to me that we're setting up these ideas of this really horrific interplanetary rift before we even have people there. And that's part of what my, my, my idea is here, that it seems like the press, the, the, the media, as it were, is still not even 
satisfied that they've divided and divided and divided like crazy that now they have to start dividing a colony that doesn't even exist yet right undermining the very notion of it being its own sort of independent colony it's crazy to me it's like uh all right and you'll see what i mean this is just one example so anyway 702-957-1037 let's go to matt in california what's up my friend welcome to troubled minds how are you hey how's it going mike I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, what do you think? Yeah, good show tonight. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. What are your thoughts here? Good. Oh, I just wanted to talk in the beginning. I wanted to call and tell this um, this tale, this Native American tale about the tale of two wolves. Have you heard of it? Yes, sure have. Okay, I'm just gonna. Can I just read it? It's of course, of course. Long, so I'm just of course. It. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, so it says, uh, one evening, an elderly Cherokee brave told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside of us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other wolf is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute, and then he asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one that you feed. I think that went pretty good with what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. And and that's the one we do have that. Uh, interestingly, so recently we talked about the Matrix quite a bit because it just came out. And we talked about that duality of creation, right? With with some other kind of uh, themes in that. But there's also that duality inside of us where, again, like it's that, mm-hmm. that same sort of trope of the, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, right? And that, that's what this is about. It's about being able to conquer those demons and like... Like, why would you? Like, why would you feed that the rest of those things? But again, back to the upside down world, the media is constantly feeding fear, 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 fear. It's like they're feeding that for us, right? You, you wake up in the morning before you have breakfast, if you turn on the TV, which I don't recommend, by the way. But if you do, what do you get? Fear, 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 fear. They're feeding that wolf for us, aren't they? Yeah, it's good. Pretty wild. Yeah, I think um, we we need to get our stuff together here on earth first before we start going off to other planets because we're just, we need to get our, we need to get our stuff together is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Same, same. And that's, that's part of the whole idea of troubled minds is that like we, 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 we tend to live in these, these bubbles of, you know, potential security, which we don't even have. But beyond that, if you go a little bit further than that, what do you have? Like you have, you have to be able to break down a bunch of the stuff on earth that's happening in, in these terrible places where, well, what can you do? Like, like, what can we do? I think, I think the very first thing here, and, and I know you agree with me on this, this part at least, is that we have to talk about it. Because if, if, we, if we're not pointing out the things that are horrific out there in this world, you can't change them. If you ignore they're there, they'll never change, right? 
Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that we get the chance to talk about it. And I was thinking one thing is funny. I was thinking about, like, what if you went to Mars as a colony and then, like, your neighbor was a jerk? Right. Racist. (laughs) Right. Like, what do you do? You can't. What am I going to do? Move to the other side of the colony? Like, I'm going to move to the other side of the planet, start my own colony. Who's coming with me? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that's part of it, too. It, 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 like, just because you go to Mars, it, it shouldn't iron out all those terrible impulses people have inside of them. And that's that's sort of the same idea, right? It, going to Mars as, as the first colonist, you're going to have to be as selfless as possible because you may not make it, right? But, well, what happens? Uh, uh, not, not to throw spoilers in this mix, but have you seen uh, Interstellar? I okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Never mind. There's 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 an exact thing that I'm talking about that happens in that movie. Uh, do check it out. It's it's okay. pretty amazing. It's one of those ones uh, when you got a nice cozy night fired up at home, you're going to be pleased that you watched it. But but I don't know. So 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 you agree that we need to get get our own stuff square before we start looking to Mars. Well, do you think? What do you think about this this weird media concoction where they're already crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication? Like what the heck is that? What's going on already? Well, yeah, um, in the movie The Shining, I think that's kind of what they're saying, like isolation, like cabin fever. People get like cabin fever when they're isolated, and then, you know, that's just being isolated here on Earth. (laughs) Think about being by yourself in space. How much would that suck? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then then (laughs) imagine something goes wrong. Like, uh, if that doesn't break somebody, I'm not sure what will, right? That's that's the type of thing. Like, that's sort of a... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wild stuff. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Do you, what are your odds of uh, monsters on Mars? Oh, like monsters? Yeah, you like, know, monsters. I, <laughs> I'm with you on uh, maybe they're underground. All right. All right. That's fair enough. Not uh-huh. like sandworms or anything. Yeah, or, yeah. All right. Hidden somewhere. That's fine. But yeah, I just wanted to call and tell that, I just wanted to call and tell that, um, that story of the two wolves, because I like it, and it um, kind of fit in with the beginning part of the show. I think so. Very so much. Thanks, Mike. Very much. I appreciate it. Matt, you're the best. That's Matt in California. Always a pleasure. Talk to you soon, my friend. Right, have a good night. Thanks, you too. There you go. You want to be part of the show? Phone line is working. A snappy, snappy. Thanks to Matt again. Always amazing stuff from Derek and Matt so far. Looking to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Should we get our own psyche in order here on Earth before we start looking to Mars? Because as you can see, the news cycles are already trying to create an interplanetary rift before we even have a colony on Mars itself. What's going on here? Or even the moon itself. Great stuff from Matt. That's a great tale. I have heard that one, the tale of two wolves. And the answer is, which one do you feed? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy peasy as that. That was the phone line. If you want to join the show on Discord, you can give us a call. Uh, actually, go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, then just jump, jump in the caller queue, just like our good friend James did. And on Discord, James in Michigan. Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, brother? Test one, two. Are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Microphone all snappy tonight, sir. Uh, what's on your mind? What do you think about all this craziness here? Do you, th- do you think there's a problem with the media and how maybe they're starting to frame this? And well, the monsters on Mars, like I said, 
may be a thing, but I, to me, it seems the opposite. It seems like there's a whole lot more monsters in the minds of men. Yeah, I think there, there are a few main points here. The first is, the first thing I thought of is, I do agree that, that it would be better if we did wait until our species had things more figured out and we were not nearly as bad to each other as we are overall. But I think technology and and just, I don't know, I think civilization moves faster than it should in general. I don't know. I think that we, it's, it was inevitable that we were going to head out into space before we were ready. Um, not, not saying it's good, but I just think that was just going to happen. And it's just, you know, um, I would hope, and I said this in the chat, I'd hope that whoever the people are that are in charge of setting all this up, as far as selecting the people that go, I would hope that they consider all these things that we're talking about in terms of personalities, in terms of, I guess, mental health the, the, of the people that they select. Um, but also, again, just realizing there's, there's only so much we can do here. Once we send those people out there, all we can do is hope for the best. Um, unless, until we can send people and supplies more often. Um, it's scary, but I think that's the way it is. And I do agree that the media definitely, um, is, as always, spinning things the way they want to to make more to almost make more division before like you said it, it can even start yeah we, we again we don't even have people on mars but they're already talking about the crew may revolt <laughs> it's like okay i mean this, this is straight out of total recall right with like uh, you know the martian colonists and the violence and the you know the what, what are they mining the, the ter terbidium or whatever they call it in the movie i mean it's like I don't know. It's it's like like if you say in terms of like uh, that that movies and Hollywood and the rest of this is some sort of predictive programming. Like it's hard not to look at this and go, huh? <laughs> well, maybe, right? Maybe it's 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 like they're setting this up. Like like how can how can we ch choose like a future for ourselves in a dire way before we've even like taken the first step into that future. I guess that's, that's my concern here. That's my beef with this. And you know, having a troubled mind doesn't mean that, you know, you see the world is about to end. You see that there are problems and to, uh, to fix them, we have to acknowledge them. And this, this stuff drives me nuts. It's like, okay, well, I guess uh, we're not even talking about civil war anymore. We're talking about, well, planetary civil war. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? Yeah, I would hope, again, that the right people see that what the media is trying to do. Because in a way, if you look at it, I mean, the media is already insulting the group that goes before they, they're even picked. They're, they're putting them down, you know, in advance. And I, like I said, I just hope that a lot of thought is put into the selection and... and and the you know the whole process in general and i think that's the best we can ask for and hope for at this point for all that 
Exactly that. Exactly that. Uh, so since we're, it is troubled minds and we, we do drink the maybe juice here, uh, wh what type of odds do you put on actual monsters on Mars? It wouldn't surprise me. There's life here. I've always, I've always liked the idea that if there's life here, there, there's probably life all over the place, even if it's not life as we think of it or as scientists think of it. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me. I have a hard time with the idea that we're the only planet with with, with living beings in the entire in, in all of the universe. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they discover something at some point. Gotcha. All right. All right. So uh, so if you got if you got to lean one way or the other, should we worry about conquering the monsters that are, we don't know about, or the monsters within that we do know about? <laughs> Easy choice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That definitely. Yep. Right on. Right on. Great stuff as always. Anything else you got for us, James? No, that was it. Um, just great topic and great calls already. Great calls already, including you, sir. Thank you so much. This is James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. He does a podcast five nights a week. Check it out. You can find his link in the description down below. And uh, give, go download his podcast. I think you'll be pretty pleased with a lot of the stuff he talks about. Thanks, James. You're the best. Talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. You too. Great stuff. And there you go. Uh, I think this is this is where we're at with, again, a lot of really brilliant people out there with some troubled minds that again, right? Having a troubled mind doesn't mean that, right? We're not, we're not ill, right? We're, we're just trying to pay attention to the world around us and decide maybe what, uh, what the next step is. And if we l turn to the media once again, right? Just like James said, the media seems to be insulting this group of people before they, they They've even been selected to go. I mean, we don't even know if the first the first mission is going to end in some like horrific tragedy. And I hate to think it that way, but it's happened before, right? So uh, I don't know. Like this is the type of stuff that uh, drives me a little bit nuts. Now I promised some cannibalism for you guys. So check this out. This is wild. This is from RepublicWorld.com, right? Now this is this is nuts. So not only do we have the the past one here, where we have uh, from CNET and MSN Mars colony simulations. They say the crew may revolt without strong inner planetary communication already setting up that interplanetary fracture before we even have anybody on mars okay well check this out this gets even more wild from republicworld.com scientists this is today december 28th scientists discuss planetary colonies say lack of preparedness could lead to cannibalism cannibalism what <laughs> what and this is this is what I'm talking about, right? This is this is this is the media today. Headlines, right? Clickbait. You don't get any kind of this clickbait unless you say outlandish stuff. Unless you start, right, kind of just dropping just dumb things out in the news cycle to get clicks. This is pretty wild, right? Let's read just a little bit of this. Before attempting to colonize distant worlds, humans should first establish tester colonies on the moon or Mars that could be restocked, the scientists said. Here you go. According to a report by the Russian state-owned Sputnik, here we go. This is all Russian stuff. So just uh, FYI, both, both of these are a Russian study and now a Russian uh, report from Sputnik, Russian propaganda through and through. But just wink, wink, you see how these news cycles work and who's pumping out this information, right? So according to a report by Russian state-owned Sputnik, two scientists, Charles Cockle and an astrobiologist at Edinburgh University and Dr. Cameron Smith, an anthropologist at Portland State University, told Metro that before attempting to colonize distant worlds, humans should first establish tester colonies. 
Because, well, uh, they say isolated human communities can degenerate very quickly. According to Charles Cockle, the possibility of Earth becoming inhospitable may come from a climate catastrophe and is a catastrophically bad reason to establish a colony. However, he believes that colonizing is a good option. Further, Cockle explained that the entire colonization process, along with the importance of food, with an example in which we talked about the ill-fated 19th century Franklin expedition. We could also add the, uh, the what was that, the, uh, the one here in, in, uh, in California, the, the Donner Party and the rest of that. Uh, I say California because I used to live there, but uh, they were traveling and right. Everybody knows how that ended horrifically as well. So I, I don't know. There's a whole lot here that kind of just makes me scratch my head with a, a bunch of this propaganda that like James said, he's, he hit it spot on. They're trying to like bury these people before they've even like taken a step on Mars itself. It's pretty wild to me. But again, right, it, it does make a little more sense when both of these sources are from, well, Russian propaganda. So you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not always about just the thing, all right? Sometimes it's also about the thing and where the thing came from, all right? Always check the sources. You guys know this show is not just about Mars and colonies and propaganda, but it's also about propaganda and propaganda and propaganda. And always check your source, all right? You never know. You never know where this information is coming from. What are your thoughts? Should we be more concerned with the monster within or the monster without as we look to colonize Mars, the moon, and move to an interplanetary species? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More Mars, propaganda, cannibalism, and you when we return. Be right back. time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're talking about colonizing Mars. But do you think it's necessary to conquer the demons within before we worried about what monsters might lurk in the sands of the Martian atmosphere? You tell me. That's what I'm thinking about tonight because, of course, right, as always, there's some uh, information in the propaganda cycles that lead us to believe that, well, the Martian 
uh, endeavor is not going to end well, okay? It's going to be some sort of breakaway civilization. It's going to be all kinds of crazy stuff. And unfortunately, well, uh, that's one of my specialties is this news cycle stuff. I watch these news cycles closely, and it seems that when uh, some of these psyops start to happen, right, some of this, like, um, get the information out there into the zeitgeist is is um, usually, typically bad, catastrophically bad even, in, in the term of, well, we're, we're describing a couple articles here. One says that uh, according to a Russian team, and of course, uh, key being the Russian team, right, uh, in the propaganda spectrum here, uh, Mars colony simulations, the crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication. All right. So it's like, okay, we're already setting up an interplanetary conflict before we even have a colony on Mars to begin with. Okay. So that right there kind of drove me a little bit nuts when I saw it. But we began tonight talking about uh, what the the monsters within. Uh, we still have monsters we haven't conquered inside the human spirit, inside the human soul, inside the human psyche. And so as a result of all those things, it makes me wonder, right? Like we, we're propagandizing and targeting whoever is going to end up on Mars before they even go, just like James was describing. And then not only that, we're setting up some sort of interplanetary conflict by pumping this stuff into the news cycle now. And being that it's from the Russian state uh, propaganda machine, you know, a lot of this stuff, I, I can't help but think that, uh, well, oh, is this what we want? Is this what they want? Is this... I don't know. Fear, fear, fear. Always fear, right? That's what it's all about, and that's why this kind of um, this news cycle stuff really, really makes me mad. And uh, it really inspired me to start this show, to be perfectly honest, because there was so much uh, BS out there that was just not okay. It was just not okay. And so, well, I don't know. What are your thoughts? We're still talking about this tonight. So supposedly, we're supposed to believe that there's a situation happening where uh, not only where the, the crew may revolt here. We're going to read this and and then we'll get to the cannibalism thing in a bit here. But it's just terrific, right? So here we go. At face value, strong independence seems promising in a potential Martian colony. If settlers perceive full control of their mission, they'd function confidently on their own and work collaboratively, drawing on their comfort with one another. That could benefit later interplanetary endeavors by easing individual anxiety and enhancing group cohesion for carrying out protocols, right? Which, fine, that sounds fine. Except, well, they're trying to say that it's a negative thing if they don't get communications from mission control right if they lose contact with earth for extended periods they say that they will become more and more isolated and not just themselves but isolated from earth itself and that to me is like okay maybe but isn't the whole point of going there is because you love earth is because you want you love humanity you want people to succeed and survive and if something catastrophic happens on Earth, then, well, at least there's a second chance somewhere else, right? Uh, to me, it seems if you if you go there, you're going to Mars for the right reasons, all right? Not to hijack the colony and turn it into space invaders or something like this. But who knows, right? Uh, according to the propaganda sources, well, who knows what's next? And maybe this is indeed where this is headed. So love to hear your thoughts again. If you want to be part of the show in this discussion tonight, I don't know. Is this a little weird? Is this not? Do you think it's odd that we have uh, these Russian sources really kind of crapping on Elon Musk and crew before they even begin the mission? That's a, that's that's the startling part to me. It's like there, there, nothing is holy, right? Like we will literally just dig our own graves uh, while everybody's still alive, which makes absolutely no sense. You see? 
And this is why, again, this, this is why there's a troubled minds. But here we go. A little bit more from this article as we go tonight. Uh, but as you, as you are aware, I'd rather hear from you. As always, I'd rather hear your take on this. And uh, do you think that we should conquer the demons within before we worry about the monsters without? So let's go. Uh, so the, that was one of the surprising findings of the study, right? They say uh, from this, um, this uh, again, this happened in Russia. It was a simulated Mars colony, part of Project Sirius, an eight-month off-world settlement take, test taking place in Moscow, all right? So then they said this. One of the surprising findings of the study was, quote, the communication characteristics of crew members with different personalities, genders, and cultures became more similar during the mission. It's a good thing, right? Uh, said co-author Dmitry Shved during the Russian Academy of Sciences and the Moscow Aviation Institute. But on a deeper level, letting go of mission control's hand invites some challenges, right? It seems like they're trying to uh, sow some doubt in that if we let them go without some sort of uh, maybe space cops to watch them for us, right, so that we could beat them down for not wearing masks or whatever, wink, wink, that, uh, that maybe uh, this is what we need, right? It seems like it's there to sow doubt. But anyway... Uh, so, but on a deeper level, letting go of mission control's hand invites some challenges. It continues. Uh, another quote, the negative side is that the mission control loses the possibility to understand the needs and problems of the crew, which consequently hinders mission control's ability to provide support, uh, said the author of this study. And Shved uh, said, that's the guy's name, S-H-V-E-D. Uh, taking a step or five further, of course, if the crew achieves a super high level of autonomy and cohesion, according to Shved, there's another potential concern. They might seek to complete uh, complete detachment from external governing structures. Basically, Martian humans could revolt from Earthlings. Yeah, right. So this is this is the wildness here. This is what's going on, and why I, I read some of this, um, this some of the propaganda stuff, and it just it irks me. It, it's um, it, it's always been one of those things where you you. You, you know, you, you always think before before you, you start to realize everybody's lying in the media, you, in the old days, before you realize that, you always thought that the news, you know, by and large, was mostly telling you the truth. Well, <laughs> this, is, this is the type of stuff you get. If you dig a little bit deeper and look at the motivations and the sources of where this information comes from, then you start to see, right? This is Russian propaganda, and it's trying to undermine a mission to Mars before we've even really began a mission to Mars, you see? And that's the part of the problem. Like I said, we're digging our own graves while we're still alive, and it, it drives me nuts. At some point, can't we just move past this state pride and just realize we're all in this together at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, Matt, the Donner Party ha happened in Northern California. Yeah, I thought so. I thought that was a NorCal Nor Cal thing. Anyway, so so uh, thing is, uh, this is weird, right? This, this is weird. So not only this. So this is what I'm saying. So this is, again, from a study in Moscow, Project Sirius, all right? S-I-R-I-U-S. Not the other kind of serious, like, O-M-G, are you serious? Not that kind of serious. The other serious, right? So anyway, so that's what they're talking about here, and they're kind of just dropping the hints that um, there's going to be a planetary revolution, all right? That, well, you know, if we, if we let these guys just succeed on their own without interfering with all the bureaucratic red tape, they might just take over Mars for themselves, right? Like, okay, all right, I guess... I guess that's where we're at. 702-957-1037. <laughs> Going to put it on the thing for you. 
There you go, 957-1037, there you go, right there in the chat. Uh, there you go, Sirius, home of the nine, right? Exactly. Okay, so so anyway, there's a little bit more here. And this is the other one that kind of just made me smack my head. And I was trying to figure out how to work this uh, mental health situation with the, the D, right? If you guys have been listening, you know what I'm talking about with the D. We go back to the D jokes here from Science Alert. Scientists have identified the driving force behind your darkest impulses. And the D is what they're calling this thing, right? Meet D, the newly identified dark factor of personality. And we're talking about psychopathy. We're talking about narcissism, Machiavellianism. We're talking about uh, these other traits, uh, egoism, uh, moral disengagement, uh, psychological entitlement, sadism, self-interest, and spitefulness, okay? And scientists, we started here because I wanted to talk about human beings, all right, as human entities, as, well, we, we don't have it together yet, all right? We just don't. Because if we were going to, well, it, the world would be a lot better place than it already is, okay? And so we don't. So, of course, undermining the mission to Mars, well, it starts with, how about we not undermine the mission to Mars and give them a chance? How about that, right? Why don't we start there and push positivity, right? And again, Russian state propaganda, trying to say all the rest of this garbage and make us, well, what are they trying to make us? I don't know. Trying to make us doubt humanity itself trying to make us doubt what i don't know anyway so this gets darker right so with the russian propaganda scene here we've got the the mars colony simulations they might revolt etc so on but then we got this one from republic world and check this out this is pretty well I was talking about this before we just went to the last break scientists discuss planetary colonies say lack of preparedness could lead to cannibalism yeah, right? Like it, like it's not dark enough. We got to push, push this stuff into the news cycle and just be like, oh, yeah. By the way, the uh, Soylent Green Mars is people, <laughs> right? Uh, Cockle stated that Franklin's ships were the most sophisticated pieces of technology available at the time and had tinned food, which was considered to be the new technology during the period. However, the expedition was lost, stranded, and eventually they devolved into cannibalism, Sputnik reported. And he's talking about the, uh, let's see, what was this? the entire colonizing process of the and uh, the importance of food with the example of the 19th century ill-fated uh, Franklin expedition is what he's talking about okay and trying to uh, equate this with Mars all right I mean I mean you know am I am I right to be annoyed by this I'm annoyed by this <laughs> I just am it's uh, these propaganda sources just uh, so 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 where we are tonight is this check the source Always check the source because it seems to be this is a Russian propaganda thing to undermine Elon Musk and the push to Mars, all right, to get it into the zeitgeist that there's going to be horrific things happening. They're going to rebel. They're going to eat each other. There's going to be just just madness, bedlam, endless bedlam, right? And yeah. So it annoys me quite a bit. Love to hear your thoughts on this. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to, uh, I believe this is a Phil in Washington. Welcome to Troubled Minds, my friend. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, man. And uh, interesting subject, I have to say. Thank you. Um, so I was just going to point uh, out a couple of things, if it's all right. Uh, Randy Kramer, uh, who was interviewed on Project Camelot, talked about uh, both a reptilian race and an insectoid race, which could include the spiders. Uh, and um, 
Yeah, that they were actually battling. Uh, that Randy Kramer was a super soldier and was actually battling uh, these creatures. So that's the one thing. There are what we would say, quote unquote, monsters on Mars because we're going to find monsters out there because every insect, every animal, everything that we see on this planet uh, has evolved on another planet to be an intelligent species, pretty much. Okay. Okay. So, so you do expect actually, if we go there, that uh, maybe the monsters on Mars isn't as frivolous as I'm making it. You think they may there may be challenges on Mars that are a little more extraterrestrial in nature? Right. Well, I mean, any rocky planet uh, that's anywhere close to the uh, Goldilocks zone is uh, terra firma, and yeah, it's claimed. Okay, so so it may be uh, stickier than we think. The, Sorry, the, go ahead. The, yeah, the the and the natives of this plant of uh, the planet, those people died, you know, millions of years ago. Uh, so, but, yeah, um, yeah, some of that yeah, came out I mean, in in uh, the Stargate project as well. They had a remote viewer looking uh, a million years ago on Mars, and he said that there was a, an alien race that lived there and are now. Uh, either extinct or moved underground because of some uh, cataclysm. But this was like a million years ago, remote viewing. So take that for what yeah. you will. But I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard that before. Yeah, I have heard about that one too. Well, and then the, the, I mean, but there's so many examples of, and, and granted, this is just um, witnesses, but you know, Randy Kramer, Kramer is claiming to be a first person observer of these things. So I'll just put that out there. And, um, yeah, I mean, we, we're humans, we, we're animals, we have to eat, uh, you use up all your supplies, the first weak person to die is dinner. Yeah, I mean, right, right, that's, it's, it's just, just an unfortunate it's math just equation. Good sense, right? Yeah, well, I mean. If you're waiting for the rescue ship to come, you got to make sure somebody is there to be rescued. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Again, I, know, I mean, this is kind of cold and hard, but you know, I'm I'm just being a realist about it. Yeah. Well, I think part of the problem is is that clearly we could we could speculate all kinds of terrible things for something that hasn't happened yet, and that's what's happening here, right? That, and that's what's kind of irritating me about the news cycle regarding well, yeah, this. I mean, you would, yeah, you would hope that Elon Musk is going to. I mean, as I understand it, he's going to send a ship that's going to land there and start producing oxygen and uh, others and necessaries, you know, to make fuel. Uh, so it's not like he's, he's a smart guy. He's not going to just send people out there to die and eat each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, and then there's the other, you know, if we've, if we've got a uh, space warden with, if we've got this interplan interplanetary corporation, uh, armada out there. I mean, they're lying to us, right? I mean, it's, it's, the propaganda is rife throughout every society, my friend. One hundred percent. No, every government lying to us. Um, so, you know, we're, unfortunately, we really um, need to move into a, a society of transparency, and you know where we all realize. Well, I know that you're not telling the truth, and so why don't you just go ahead and spit out the truth instead of uh, obstificating here? 
like uh, a Dr. F uh, does. So right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the abbreviation. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll tell you why, Phil. I'll tell you why. This is why, Phil, because you can't handle the truth, Phil. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can handle the truth. I know the truth. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm I just saying. That's when I hear it. That's the propaganda yeah, you know, when angle. I watch somebody on on YouTube. I can tell whether they're telling a lie or not. I, I get a sense to it. I do, man. Right on. And you can have it too. Everybody has it. We just don't acknowledge it. You know, we don't really tune into it. It's all about on what you focus on in your in your body and your consciousness, and and that's that's where we got to go. We need to go into this multi-dimensional, multi uh, consciousness, and uh, you know we're going to have to. Uh, be on our toes when we're out there because some of those things out there are going to try to eat us. Yeah, I, I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> we we are probably uh, nice and squishy and warm and delicious to just the right thing. <laughs> You're the best. Well, you know, there, and when you get back to the cannibalism thing, there is a market out there, and guess what we're called? Long pigs. So we oh. taste like pigs. Oh, <laughs> no, Phil, Phil in Washington here has a YouTube channel, guys. Please check it out. Scroll down to the bottom of our YouTube channel. You'll see him link there as friends of troubled minds. Phil, you were the best. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks for giving us your yeah, time. You're, you're the best, brother. Take care and, and make sure to be tasty now. You got it. I'll salt myself up. <laughs> Have a great one. <laughs> Phil in Washington. Thanks for the call. There you go. Still still taking your phone calls on this, guys. What do you think? Is is this again? Am I a little out there? Am I am I wrong to be perturbed by the the actual um situation going on here with uh with not just uh, the the thing with uh, Elon Musk and the Russian propaganda and the cannibalism and all the rest of this stuff. What's actually happening here? Oh, did I hang up on the wrong guy? No, I think I did. I think I did. Okay. All right. A anyway, uh, sorry about that. I think I hung up on Joseph. Uh, give me a call back, Joseph, and we'll, we'll put you on the show, okay? Uh, but okay, so so I don't know. The thing is this. Uh, with all this said, it uh, it kind of puts me in that little bit of a foul mood just because I, I you know I like to be positive I like to be positive in in the sense that let's give these guys a chance let's give these people a chance and not trying to turn this into you know a propaganda fest about who's going to eat who right and and so I don't know like you know monsters on Mars to me is a lot more compelling than cannibalism on the first colony on Mars <laughs> you know what I'm saying so anyway uh, love to hear your thoughts one more time seven zero two nine five six Seven one zero three seven. Let's go to Joseph in Iowa. Welcome to the show, my friend. Go right ahead. Hey, how's it going? Uh, good, man. Good, man. What are your thoughts here? Hold on one second. Sure, no problem. I just had to mute that. No problem. Go right ahead, sir. Um, I was thinking quite literally uh, monsters being made of like man on like Mars. Uh, because like, well, you think I was, I was looking at the, or I was talking about like a spring yesterday and like, like maybe like consciousness flows all around us and stuff. Like if you look at it, like, uh, I, I don't, that's a bad way to look at it. Like gin, uh, genies and like, they go to like places that are like caves and stuff. Maybe 
hate to look at it like that. Maybe they occupy Mars completely. And then like, if we went there, they would, we would become them. Like our consciousness would change. Not only our physique and our physical, like our physical form would change differently from the earth people, but our consciousness would change. And then we would lose contact with that, those people, because maybe we couldn't trust them. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's part of the danger too, is that, but I think it's a real danger in that, uh, you know, we're, we're people and we're, we're talking about like improving as people. But then if you take people to another planet, they become less people and they become more Martian in this case. Right. And I think, I think that would be inevitable, but in the end, like we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Health wise, maybe there's some breakthroughs that allow uh, that particular Martian, change whatever happens to be better right i mean that's the thing we don't know what we don't know yet and that's fine and so what we don't we don't know what we don't know but then russian propaganda says the first colony on mars is going to be eating each other <laughs> that's that's what i'm talking about that's why i'm irritated but but you're right there are some legitimate concerns for sure i think those concerns like that i was talking about would be long evolving concerns and in the beginning, you wouldn't be able to tell. But I think the a cool, or not a cool, uh, the main thing that I would be trying to go for is making a colony in space itself become like ash, uh, asteroid miners, you know, just going out there, not relying on any system. Yeah, space pirates, right? That's what we turn into, <laughs> space pirates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, this makes for some fa- fascinating science fiction, but but uh, I'm with you. Like, who knows? Who knows what the future brings? And if we don't evolve past those type of, uh, you know, uh, get rich sort of situations, then I think we're going to continue to have problems, you know? But uh, yeah, I, I love where your mind's at here. Kind of looking look into the future of getting to Mars in a positive fashion. How's it going to change? What's going to become of that? I love it, and that's and that's where the mindset needs to be, in my opinion. Because uh, you know, condemning a mission and saying it's doomed to fail and they're going to be eating each other is just not the best. It's not the best. It's a bad look, and it's uh, bad to put yeah. it into the zeitgeist. I think uh, you know, words mean something, and media means something. And if you're cursing people that haven't even volunteered yet. Uh, my opinion, go to hell, <laughs> go to hell. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're, we're about out of time. So final thought from you. Also, by the way, you want to hang on till after the break, we, we got a couple minutes in between and we'll bring you back. It's up to you. Um, I can call back if I come up with another idea. Sure. Sure. Let's do that. Something else. Okay. Uh, so you got about 30 seconds. Give us your final thought here. Well, I, I really don't know. I I really I said really what I wanted to say, but okay, perfect, perfect. I appreciate the phone call. Joseph here has a YouTube channel called Hydro Host. Check it out. He does some original music and some other things. Links in the description. Thanks for the call, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Yep. There you go. Easy as that. 702-957-1037. But we're done. So if you're listening to us on The Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. As we finish, be sure, be strong, 
be true. We'll be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Good night to our good friend, Fred. Have a great one. Sleep well. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, what's up? Rock Lobster says this. When opinion shows are disguised as news, it lets them tell you what to think by not giving the other side to consider. Indeed. Indeed. And that's what we're talking about with propaganda and with this uh, this space stuff. And I don't know, you know, like like uh, space, this space stuff is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint some of you out there that believe space is fake. I believe space is real because I can go out and I can look up and I can see with my own eyes. So, you know, I, we're going to agree to disagree on that. But again, it's not about those things. It's about all the other things. Even if it's not, even if you believe all this other stuff, that's fine by me. But what about the propaganda? What about these undermining missions before they begin, right? And you could extrapolate that to be any other sort of thing, any other sort of conversation, right? Just sort of uh, taking something that we, uh, well, maybe is the next step for humankind, right? Just whatever that happens to be, the giant step. Well, Maybe it's not good to undermine it before we even begin. I think that's what I'm talking about tonight. So if you want to be part of the show, we're going to take a two-minute break here and continue trucking. Keep on the trucking, as it were, because that's what we do. And uh, this is Troubled Minds on Michael Strange, and we're going to still take in your phone calls. What are your thoughts here? Again, we can go to, uh, again, like uh, Phil brought up, uh, hey, what if there are monsters on Mars? Like Randy Kramer said so, and whatever you think of his credibility, et cetera, so on. Randy Kramer, I mean, not Phil. Phil's a good dude. Check out his YouTube channel. But but the thing is that I don't know, right? I don't have those answers. If I did, it would be easy. I'd just be another lion dog propagandist that wanted to tell you the answers without actually knowing what the answers are. See? That's a very important distinction to make. So, And I'm willing to be wrong, and that's okay. And as a result of that, well, I do it with an open line. So we're still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show tonight. What do you think? Is this uh, a little bit out there for you? We can get back to the, the, the D, the human, the human uh, the dark part of the human psyche and the human condition, or we can uh, continue marching on talking about Mars and what that colonization process may look like, maybe aliens there, maybe life on Mars, or, well, what about cannibalism on Mars? Yeah, it gets dark, doesn't it? It gets dark super fast. So one more time, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and we're going to take a quick two-minute break, and then we'll be back with more Troubled Minds on the way. Still taking your calls, still taking your thoughts, still love to hear 
what's on your mind tonight. And let's do it. Let's smash this button and skip us to the good part. And two minute break. And here's my bandage, bandaged hand from my dog bite. Yep. Bit. Got bit. All right. So. What are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Two-minute break. Two-minute break. More Troubled Minds on the way. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're still doing this. We're still talking about this, as long as you guys are interested. If it's one of those ones that's like, yeah, strike three, Mike, try again, that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll uh, cut it a little bit, uh, little bit short, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just keep on trucking tomorrow. Uh, swing again for the fences. It's no problem. doesn't bother me a single bit. But what do you think? What do you think here? Do you think this uh, propaganda effort to undermine a mission before it begins is, uh, well, I guess you could say sinister, is... Uh, this is evil, isn't it? It's one of those situations where why would you jinx something before it has a chance to really get off the ground? Sure, fine. Science is science and, you know, taking tabulating data and, and spreadsheets and all the rest of that, like I always say, it's fine. I like it, right? I'm not good at it. I'm good at, at like kind of giving the, the, the sideways eyeball, the, the side eye to the, uh, wait a minute, that's your conclusion from all that data? Huh, okay, that's what I'm good at. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, what's up? Yeah, sorry. What's up, Vicky? Sorry to hear my baby bit me. Yeah, I mean, she's good. She's a puppy. She's got razor sharp teeth, and I know she didn't mean to do it, but it is what it is. Uh, Ronald says, I hope Mike didn't give the dog rabies. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there you go. Now that dog finally tasted strange blood. <laughs> she may want more. Sleep with one eye open, Michael. You got it. You got it. But okay, so a lot, lot of craziness here in this news cycle, right? Uh, with not just again, we have... Um, well, the, the, you know, the crew may revolt. Let's go to this real quick. And, you know, again, Russian propaganda. Sure, fine. Got it. This is going to be interplanetary war before we even get there. Sure, sure, fine. Then we're going to go to uh, this one. The scientists discuss planetary colonies. A lack of preparedness could lead to cannibalism. I agree with Phil. Elon Musk is a smart dude. He's not going to send up uh, no food first and then people without food. <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense. I don't know. What do you guys think? Super champion Rocker says, if there are monsters on Mars, there's no reason to mess with them unless they mess with us. If we mess with them, we deserve what we get. Yes, sir, indeed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lily says, who will the gods of be of space? Uh, Mars, the head of the dragon, a planet associated with war. Ah, interesting. The god of war. Yes, indeed. What's going on? Uh, let's see. Bernays Sauce. What's up? Rock Lobster's here. How you doing, Rock Lobster? Thanks for showing up. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, Night Stalker says this. Space Pirates was an ad astra. Uh, it's coming. Oh, boy. I hope not. Uh, and then uh, adds, uh, maybe while we're colonizing outer space, something else is colonizing our inner space. And I'll tell you what it is. It's, uh, it's the mind virus. It's the propaganda. It's the seeds of doubt. Yes, definitely, definitely coming after us. I think that's for sure. Um, 
<laughs> Ronald, uh, Mike, consult your physician if you have sudden urges to scoot your butt across the carpet. There it is. <laughs> always, always jokes on that side over there on Rockfin. If you guys aren't on Rockfin, you're totally missing out. Uh, okay, so so the thing is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answers here. There's a whole lot more we could get into here, but this is specifically this is the one, right? This is and this is uh, straight from the Sputnik International. This is that Russian propaganda source where this actually came from. And look at the headline here. It's the same thing, except it's a little more, a little more dark. It says, uh, they are going to eat each other. Scientists reveal what horrors could befall planetary colonies. Oh, boy. <laughs> Come on. Get, get out of here. I mean, you know, I mean, sure, it's within the realm of possibility. But isn't it more fascinating to, uh, to consider that there may be life on Mars than to talk about this? Let's see what they said. Future human attempts to establish outposts on other planets should be well thought out in terms of how the populations of these distant worlds are going to sustain themselves, lest things go horribly wrong, Metro suggests. Two scientists, a professor of astrobiology at Edinburgh University named Charles Cockle and Dr. Cameron Smith, anthropologist from Portland State University, told the media outlet that before trying to colonize more remote worlds, humans should first go for tester colonies on the moon or on Mars, which could be resupplied from Earth with relative if needed. Factors that may pose a dire threat to such planetary outposts that would be unable to receive help from Earth on a short notice include food shortages, disease, and failure to become self-sufficient. Well, what about what about the, uh, the aliens on Mars? What about that? Come on now. Come on, Sputnik. You're driving me crazy. Let's, let's talk about interesting things. Uh, the, the quote, the systems have to be really reliable, and that's why they need to be tested before, Kalko remarked. He pointed to the fate of the disastrous 19th century Franklin expedition, whose ships were the most sophisticated pieces of technology available at the time, and who had tinned food, which also was a new technology back then. And yet, that expedition ended up getting lost, stranded, and eventually degenerating into cannibalism. His concern was shared by Smith, who said that one of the first things a planetary outpost would have to do is establish a really good farming system and put in a lot of stored food. Okay, right? Yeah, I got it. I don't know. I think that I think there's um, a little bit of darkness to this, and I, I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary to go there and, and turn it into this. Notice that the, uh, the scientists are from Edinburgh University and uh, an anthropologist from Portland State University. So I believe that's one in the UK, one in the United States. And, well, but Russia getting, you know, the statements and turning it into this. <laughs> yeah, you see how propaganda works? Oh, it's so good. It's so good, but it's also not. <laughs> it's also not. I don't know. What are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. Is Soylent Green people on Mars, or is this something else entirely? I have no idea. Yeah, the MRE, right? Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, what's up, Super Champion Rocker says, to all those who want to go to Mars, yep, get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I don't know. So there's more here we could talk about off-world, um, the rest of this stuff, off-world uh, colony simulation reveals changes in human communi communication over time with Earth. We talked about that a little bit. Like, There's a whole bunch here of like all this stuff. Uh, how do you build these things? How do you do this stuff and, and all the rest? But um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, including, well, we could expand the conversation to all these other places. Uh, forget Mars. Here's where we should build, where we should build our first off-world colonies. We could look at that 
I don't know. What do you, what, what are you guys into? What do you want to talk about? As always, third hour is just kind of like a free for all. Uh, we could take it to wherever we want to take it because that's just what we do. So love to hear your thoughts. Uh, let's check the discord, make sure nobody's there. And let's see, what do we got? We got this I'm a friend of mine. Let's see. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, oh, we got, yeah, Kelly. What's up? I didn't realize Kelly was here. We got Kelly in Colorado. What's up, my friend? Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you tonight? Good evening. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Just uh, hanging out, talking about weird shit like always, you know. And tonight, it's cannibalism on Mars, because why not, right? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> uh, um, I don't know, man. Um, this would my this is this is what I think is going to happen, and you know, um, colonization, right? Then, if if we're talking colonization, then we're talking civilian. Billion colonizing planet. Cut down, Kelly. Uh, what about now? Am I better? Better, much better. Okay, yeah. So if you're um, doing a first colonization first, right? You probably would want to send. I would say, uh, and this is not against any kind of civil, you know, uh, civilian that hasn't or or could, you know, maintain a a, uh, I would say, you know, or a, a, a lifestyle of like what you know what they're used to, what most people are used to. I, it would be it would be military personnel, and if specifically, it would probably be um, you would look at like navy personnel because you know we've done deployments on navy ships for like six to ten months. Or even, uh, you know, people like submarine, you know, submariners that, you know, they go not only six months, but they go six months, you know, underwater. So the isolation to them is going to be, you know, less effective or, or, you know, troublesome because, you know, they're kind of used to that. You know, they put that body to the test to that, the mind also. <clears throat> but um if you're doing, you know, if you do colonization for civilian life, right, you know, it's kind of be like, uh, you know, like Alien or the, you know, the movie Alien or Prometheus, you know, those guys, you know, they were like miners, you know, they were mining the the space, uh, you know, whatever they were doing in space, right? So, you know, you kind of got to look at uh, some things like that, like mutiny, you know, it's kind of like what sailors would have to do, you know. Uh, if they're in a loss out at sea, right, you know, there's going to be mutiny and try to take over, you know, the ship and stuff, or, you know, people will go insane or depression or whatnot. But again, you know, military-wise speaking is that, you know, they would be more used to that before you would try any kind of civilian because you could already run tests on, uh, you know, those military personnel that you have on these different planets. The, uh, I, I kind of like what uh, uh, Nysark was talking about, too, because it, it, it is the truth. Because, you know, the human body, we're more human uh, harmonized and more balanced with this planet than, you know, say, another planet. We wouldn't know how the body would react to that if that was the case, you know. Uh, uh, that would be the only uh, issue I would see, you know I mean, besides the fact that, yes, we would... You know, the human body would change, you know. Obviously, we would, I don't know if it would be for the better or for the worse, if we, you know, how 
or even the, if the human body can adapt, you know, in, in, in said environment, unless that environment had changed somehow. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Besides that, I, I kind of like sent those, uh, video or those pictures of what, uh, you know, people like, I think it's like earth, uh, um, I think was it like earth live or whatever kind of, or Mars, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you, uh, there's actually, I think, even coordinates on one of the pictures where, you know, there's, it looks like a herds of animals, you know what I mean? That was uh, satellite uh, pictures of these things that look like they're roaming the planet. Besides that, are in like uh, some, you know, some trees, actually, you know, small forests. I wouldn't say they were huge, but, you know, big enough to where, you know, they could be fed on or something. Yeah, I think I think regarding Mars too. There's a whole lot of that stuff out there that we, like you said, we don't even know about yet. So not just about Mars itself, but then about our physiology, like you described, and how it's going to affect us and all the rest of that. But who knows? Maybe there's like a, some abundant food source on Mars, maybe underground, maybe some sort of organic plant life or something or other happening. I mean, again, that methane on Mars thing they're talking about. There's there's some uh, reasons to believe that there's something up there that, uh, you know, um, I, I'm not thinking monsters that'll eat us, but maybe something that will be able to help us survive up there, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> if it's like, uh, cause, you know, they already know it was a watery planet, kind of like Earth, that, you know, uh, in the distant past. But it, if it's like that, you know, if it was like that, you know, like Earth, yeah, somewhat, then you would have to think that it would be underground water just like Earth. You know, the science are trying to say that, you know, we even have more water underground than we do have on the surface of the uh, planet. So who even knows, you know? And it's probably even cleaner, depends, you know, if it wasn't poison or whatever, kind of like what we're doing to this planet. But if it was, you know, that, dis you know, that distance, you'd probably think that they had filtered out, you know, all whatever was on the planet before. But, yeah, man, I don't know, you know, where you can even talk about micro microbial, uh, you know, microscopic type shit that's on the, you know, inside the dirt that we, we, we couldn't even, you know, really detect until we're out there. Uh, what was interesting, I talked about this one time, was uh, they even, they show the tracks of one of those, uh, uh, one of those um, things that we have up there on the, on Mars, you know, uh, checking it out and but the tracks i get looks like it was being eaten you know it was kind of like uh the bacteria was eating the metal off uh, off one of the tracks on them i don't know how true it was but uh that's one thing i ran across you know yeah i did see that picture and i was like what the hell is that is that really happening that seemed pretty wild yeah, who knows, man, with all, all the people photoshopping shit to try and fool us for who knows what reason. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, uh, like, again, we don't even know if the information we get from them is solid. And that's a perfect example uh, from NASA, right? They never a straight answer. So, yeah, you got me. You got me. What, what do you think about the, the propaganda aspect here with uh, kind of Russia trying to under what, what appears to be a Russian effort to undermine uh, a colony off world? Um. I don't know, man. I kind of look at that it, because the uh, you know the uh, where it came from. Um, that uh, I believe that um, that group is a uh, it's it's a uh, world group, and the reason why it was in Russia is because you know uh, Russia was actually you know be, you know born and you know they went to space you know be, uh, if, uh, the human kind you know before us, right? So 
and then uh, I know it's called Sputnik News, but I, that group that uh, I can't what was the group's name again? Uh, I can't remember. Let's see. I'll find it. The uh, uh, project, maybe in Project Sirius. I'm not sure. One of these yeah. two. Yeah, I believe it was serious. But anyway, yeah, if it is serious, uh, they're a group that does some uh, pretty good stuff. But, you know, I don't know about the whole cannibalism thing, you know what I mean? Because, uh, again, if you're going to use military personnel, you know, you're going to try to wipe that stuff out. You know, you got to have someone to have that's mentally stronger than, you know, that can be able to, uh, you know, actually I wouldn't say to handle it, but it has been more or less trained to deal with such things, right? Like, like I said, like us Navy personnel, you know, being out on those deployments like that, you know, that, you know, and that's middle of the ocean too. So, you know, you're not grounded on anything like I was talking about. You're on, you're wearing full military gear, you know, and you're running around on a metal ship in the middle of the ocean. You're not grounded either. You know what I mean? And uh, again, I've talked about this, uh, I don't know, on another show, I believe, just briefly, though, it was about NASA. They had a, you know, they ran tests on human beings where one of the things, of, you know, was that ex example, you know, not only the physical aspects, but like the mental to go with it and, you know, add that with the spiritual, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, we're, you know, we're humans of this planet, right? So, you know, being, you know, harmonized with this planet, the physics, the the physical attributes that's gonna you know as, might not even that's that's gonna be who knows it's the negative we don't know the long distance terms of that you know what I mean but that's only if we know deep space travel like we would think that we you know would do but you have to have a vehicle that you know like that would you know has the ability to to go beyond that but if you know like if you know if it's in our own solar system that type you know by rockets or whatever to propel us, you know, to go around, you know, other planets and kind of slingshot us out that way. That That's the only thing that's, you know, it's kind of where you would worry about your, you know, your astronauts because they had a feeling that through that test was, you know, they're like the, the distance, you know what I mean? They felt like disconnected because you really are, you know, you're not even on planet. You're just kind of, you know, flowing through space, I would, I would believe you would actually, that would be pretty, uh, pretty strange. I would say the first, first time doing that. Yeah. And, and again, you know, back to, back to what uh, Phil said when he called it, you know, Elon Musk is a smart guy. He's not going to put themselves in a position where, you know, something happens, everybody's going to starve. You know what I mean? Like that just seems silly to, to, to even put it in a, in a situation like that. And like you said, they're going to train the hell out of these people anyway. And you know, it's not going to be your average, average Mike. You know what I mean? It's, it's not going to be, it's going to be some pretty special people that go. So I, I'm with you, man. There's, there's, I don't know. And do you think we'll we'll make it in the time frame they tell us, like in the next uh, five to ten years? I mean, I believe it. I mean, look at his leaps and bounds that he's done. You know, I mean, he made NASA look like a joke. You know, by reusing the rockets. You know, NASA used to just let him drop and or float around, burn him. You know, and it's like just a waste of money. You know, it was. That's what I always thought. Why are we not reusing these things? You know. But, you know, here he is. He's landing the shit on a platform in the middle of the ocean, you know, even to make him more look stupid. But <clears throat> I would think we'd make it there. 
And I hope we do, you know, and the people that we do first train yet, so we're not, they're not coming back. It's a one-way ticket. And, and there'll be many tests ran on those people on a daily basis, you know, and that's for our, you know, our knowledge of what we, you know, as humankind, you know, I mean, that's one step forward than, than just the moon. And I don't even, you know, we can always, comp you know, com compare to see yes or no if we went there or not, but as a Mars, <clears throat> that's a whole different thing, you know. That was a planet, and it held, it held life at one time. And yeah, I believe yeah. it's still... Yeah, you, you th and you think there's still life up there on Mars, right? Oh, yeah, man. I, of, of course. And I'm not thinking in, like, most what science is, you know, like the whole propaganda with that, you know, just microbial like, life. I believe there's more than that. You know, because like I said, those pictures in there, they look like herds of animals that's running around on the surface of Mars. You know, and this is satellite videos. You know, it's kind of like I said, it's, uh, you know, Google Earth. It's like Google, it's like the one of those Google uh, Mars. You can, uh, people are scanning that all the time, you know, not only just the face or whatever, but yeah, there's, they're, they're, they're actually, you know, photos of, I don't know how old they are, you know, there's, you know, it changes, I'm pretty sure, just like it does here on, on planet Earth, the Google Earth or the Google Mars, but at that time, yeah, when they were looking at it, that's exactly what that looks like to me. It just looks like a herd of animals, you know, going. And that's what's crazy. I don't know, man. So who knows who's really lying? You know what I mean? Exactly, and that's the question, right? That's why we do this because who the hell's really lying? <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, jeez. Yeah, un unfortunate that we find ourselves on that world, but here we are, doing our best anyway. Uh, so, so uh, I'm with you. I hope they make it. I hope that this uh, is a is a huge success, and I hope that we get people on Mars and colonies happen. And uh, can you imagine 500 years from now if this is all the case? Like, it's, it's going to be an amazing time, isn't it? Like, this is this is going to be well. This is this is what humans have aspired to, toward for since humanity was around right like trying to get touch the moon in the night sky sort of thing and we're we're there doing it or at least on the precipice of uh being able to live on the moon that's that seems wild yeah that's what we were i, I want to do i want to uh i want to paddle the uh, milky way you know i want to be there i want to uh, I, I mean through my near-death experience uh, that's the closest i ever came you know and, and what i've seen was you know if and I believe that's what I've seen too. But the thing about it is, I want to go back. That's the whole. It was. It was something that I don't know. You know, they've asked some. Oh, there was a a thing about. I don't know how true it is either. But you know, they know how they do their little test or whatever. But <clears throat> this one was how you know how many people would love to go to outer space or go to Mars. I would love to. Well, even if it, I know it was a one way ticket. Me and Michelle talked about that before. We we would you know, we would give that it a go. You know, what I mean, even though because you know, death comes to everybody, and, and it just depends on where you're gonna, where it's gonna be at. You know what I mean? It could be sitting on the toilet, kind of like Elvis. You know what I mean? So, who knows, man? I mean, if it ever came into a chance, I, I would go. Amen. Amen. I'm not sure I would, man. I like my uh, I like my cold beer too much. <laughs> but, but I'm with you. I, I guess maybe if you twisted my arm, uh, I'll, I'll bet you if Mrs. Strange was in, I'd change my mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh -huh. 100%. 100%. Uh, you're the best, my friend. We got Jennifer on the line behind you. Uh, what else you got on your mind tonight? 
No, man, that's it. I just wanted to throw that a couple things about that, you know. Appreciate it. Great stuff, as always. You're the best. Kelly in Colorado. Been with the uh, Troubled Minds family for a very long time. Happy holidays to you and Michelle. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spending your time with us. You're the best, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys. Take care. Have a good night. You too, man. You too. Uh, you're welcome to stay there if you want to, as you know. Okay, so uh, let's go to... Uh, we're still talking about this, guys. What do you think? I, I got a couple articles here which are kind of funny. This is from uh, the Keystone, Nevada corner. Uh, this $5 billion moon-themed resort is coming to Las Vegas. So there you go. And just in case you wanted to get to the moon and didn't want to actually go, well, they're building an active lunar colony with a spaceship nightclub. So <laughs> maybe, maybe, just maybe, you can hit the moon without actually hitting the moon 702-957-1037 what's up tam bam i see there on rock fan let's go to jennifer in missouri welcome to the show my friend how are you tonight hey how's it going ah doing well go right ahead i'm sure you have some thoughts on this uh whether it's the propaganda angle or mars itself or elon or what's on your mind yeah i do you know um well we all know that people are capable of horrific things, you know, but the idea that it has to be an explainable norm, it seems kind of ridiculous and it's disconcerting in a way, you know, I mean, we all know that that mankind is capable of doing horrible things, but mankind has proven to be very discerning and also capable of looking out for the best interest of, of many people besides themselves and they can conduct themselves with honor. Um, do those that forgo any aspect of honor or any aspect of caring for their fellow man walk amongst us? I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, we've all seen that. We've all experienced that. But the idea that it is a normalized condition or that it's an expected trait it's the same lie we are living through right now, you know, where burning cities and destroying property, uh, stealing and assaulting each other, killing each other for, you know, something that you want, that it's okay. And uh, simply because you're mad about something, it's okay to, to, you know, destroy everything around you just because you didn't get your way about, something that you wanted or something to turn out the way you wanted. They tell us this in our own world. So, I mean, when we're talking about them going to Mars and they're trying to say that this is probably going to happen there too, that it's somehow acceptable. They want to, it seems like they want to normalize it, you know, um, that it's a predestined plan for mankind and it's because it's our nature, because they want us to ignore, you know, the greater aspects of humanity, like honor and integrity and care and selflessness that so many people, so many humans are capable and will choose to show to their fellow man, you know, um, there are those, uh, that choose selfishness and self-preservation, you know, in the smallest sign of discomfort that they face. We see that with our politicians um, and our entertainment industry, and we see it in our neighbors who are hanging on to every word, you know, basically of, of all these talking heads. 
and everything that they, that they hear on their televisions, that they tell them to hold true to these ideas of what humanity is and what they should be. But it's not everyone, and it's not a natural state, as much as they'd like us to believe it, that, that that's about all I have to say about this. But we can't let them, you know, quotes them, tell us who we are, what we will be, or what we are destined to do. Because in the end, the truth is that they want us to fail. You know, it seems that way. And that's, that's that. And I think that if people do go anywhere, whether it's into the battlefield or whether it's into space or to the bottom of anywhere, or even in their day-to-day lives, there's this higher good in mankind that they are, and they're going to choose. There's always going to be this battle of good and evil inside of us all. But good, people choose it because innately, I think, that they do choose greatness, you know, every time. And if, and that's, and I think if they go to Mars, they're going to show the same thing, the same traits we've seen in the, in everywhere and everything that humanity on its whole path, what it's shown. And just because there are those who want to break that down and make us think that we will resort because we're destined to do so, or, or it's a normal, natural reaction to be angry. And so you'll act this way. That's a, that's disturbing, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, In fact, it's, they've it's, even pegged it down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, undermining the mission before it even begins. And then, and then planting that seed of doubt in us, like the people that might support it, the people that might like, like you described there, uh, choose greatness instead. Like, like it is like, like one day, you know, there's going to be a statue of Elon Musk somewhere, very Star Trek ish of the, the guy that took us off the planet, you know, and that, that's an amazing thing. It's inspiring as hell. And why, why are we going to shoot that down? I, I'm with you. This is uh, and that's why I talk about this stuff, as you know, because it, it makes me mad. It's not like, why, why are we uh, spending so much time with uh, the propaganda cycles in that it's all brainwash, but it's so negative. It's just so damn negative. It's uh, it's it's pretty gross. It makes me feel icky, and well, that's why we do the show. Yeah, yeah. And people, when they're facing things that scare them, when they're facing things that are impossible or that seem that way, that's that's it's the same thing. You know, that's what they learn from. That's where they learn what they're made of. And that's where humanity as a whole, when they see it be accomplished, something impossible to accomplish when it's accomplished, it changes the whole mindset of the entirety of the species. You know, when they see that over and over again, the overcoming, the overcoming all the time, you know, and of course, if, if we just focus on that lower aspect of things that people will resort to this sometimes, that's not everybody. I mean, there are those who do that, but that's the lowest bar. You know, we got to continue to just raise that bar. To where it's a ch- it's always hard. <laughs> exactly. Uh, JFK said, "We go to the moon not because it is easy. We do this because it is hard." And he was absolutely right. Yes. 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 Yeah. One hundred percent. You're the best, Jennifer. Uh, what? Anything else you got for us tonight? There are. I think there are monsters on Mars. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's hear that. Let's hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know what they would be, but I mean, you would. I think it's it's possible that you would be facing things that aren't even visible monsters, or that, you know, like I mean, if you think about, it, it's just very reasonable. <laughs> we have them, you know. Why not? 
I mean, if you think about what a monster would be, it wouldn't necessarily even have to, I mean, maybe it doesn't have to breathe. Maybe it doesn't have to do any, you know, who knows? It doesn't necessarily even have to be under the surface. It could be invisible. You know, we got like predator and stuff. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Floating in the atmosphere. Who like knows? Event Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that. You know, That's event Horizon. I was just trying to think of that movie. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Like a space spirit, Take right? Space poltergeist and, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie, scary. Yeah, definitely. Hundred <laughs> percent. Anyway, you're the best, Jennifer. Yeah. Thank you so much for the phone call. Amazing as always. Uh, Jennifer has a YouTube channel, guys. Please give her a follow. Scroll down and uh, link is in the description. Thanks, Jennifer. You're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic night. Great show, Mike. Thank Have you. Have a good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. As simple as that. Uh, 702-957-1037. Thanks for all the amazing calls tonight, guys. Thanks for all the great thoughts. Thanks for thanks for uh, remaining positive. Again, that, that's what this is all about. Uh, you know, like you could boil down troubled minds, this whole, the whole show down to a few things. And, you know, one, one of the main ones is just being positive. In, in, in the face of pressure, in the face of uh, people calling you this, that, or detractors, or yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, right? In the face of those, right? Like those, like Jennifer was saying like we we don't really show who we are until we respond to pressure to adversity to things that seem impossible and back to that jfk quote we don't go to the moon because it's easy we do these things because they are hard and it's true it's 100 percent true uh, a wise man once told me and he used to be a co-host on the show he he said that uh, if it's not if it's easy it's not worth doing that's what he said to me if it's easy it's not worth doing and then he quit the show. <laughs> so, damn it, Frank. Where, where, where's Frank when you need him? Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the thing is that we find ourselves in these. Uh, the thing that pisses me off the most about all of it is these propaganda cycles that are just dogging on everything. You know, there's real news. There's real doubt, uh, dire, horrific stuff happening in the world for sure, hundred percent. But I mean, like creating negative stories about things that haven't happened yet it's uh it's, it's like casting spells right it's like it's like putting it out it out there into the ether into into our our brains into the consciousness the collective consciousness and if we do that uh i think we're we're not being great to ourselves and that's part of the problem with this that's why that's why it irritates me quite a lot when we get the just this negative constant fear-mongering propaganda you know and again i'm not i'm not saying that that some of the things that are being reported are not real. Don't get me wrong there. I'm saying that uh, when you go after them the way they do, and it's just fear, 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 leaving out crucial details that would defang the fear process, it's insidious. It's 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 pretty nasty, and uh, and that's why that's that's what, really what built troubled minds is because they just couldn't stop lying. And I kept reading the news every day, just like forehead smacking, uh, like come on, really again. These people can't be really. Are these people really reporting on the size of Donald Trump's penis? Like really, C come on, like like literally bottom of the barrel. Not like not even a third grader w would go there. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. And here we are. Anyway, what's going on? Let's go to the chat and hang out. Uh, How is everybody doing tonight? Uh, it is Happy Tuesday. Talking about all the rest of this stuff and. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot here to think about. There's a lot to talk about per usual because, well, it is a talk show after all. Looking to hear your thoughts on this. What do you think? So we're talking about maybe this Russian propaganda out, uh, aspect of this. Uh, again, Sputnik International, we're, 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 to, to recircle, to reframe all this, let's reframe this for Tam Bam because she just showed up. Good morning, Tam Bam. And then uh, uh, for people that kind of come and go during the show, we'll, we'll reframe it real quick. We started with this tonight. Science alert. Uh, scientists have identified the driving force behind your darkest impulses. And uh, oddly enough, uh, they call it D, which is hilarious. Meet D, the newly identified dark factor of personality. And so uh, enter all the dick jokes here because, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, so in other words, general intelligence factor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're talking about this, uh, this, this sort of thing that lives inside all of us, this dark thing. And I kind of equated it to uh, the, you know, the angel and the devil on your shoulder and that sort of thing. And, you know, just sort of a way to start the conversation but then it you know this is fun and all uh because you know looking inside is just as valuable as looking outside and it's the duality of creation is it not but which we've talked about quite a lot recently but then there's this right so there's this but it's less fun when you talk about it on the earth so i was like all right let's take this to space so we went with uh jeff bezos and uh the uh the billionaire space race to build a permanent off-world colony and then we went here to this Russian propaganda aspect of scientists discuss planetary colonies say lack of preparedness could lead to cannibalism. And not only that, Mars colony simulations crew may revolt without strong interplanetary communication, meaning that uh, they would have some sort of actual, um, well, uh, interplanetary conflict already before we even have colonies on Mars. That's absurd. It's, it's pretty wild, but it, it's good to reframe once in a while, and it's okay. It's okay. Let's see. Uh, can you tell me the basic? Oh, there it is. There you go. You got the overview. There you go. Caught you up. And so we're talking about uh, Russian propaganda. We're talking about the aspect of being on Mars. We're talking about, again, overcoming impossible things. And yes, back to the D, right? Ba of course, oh, of course, back to the D. What's up, Penny? How you doing? Uh, only 21 thumbs ups. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Let's, uh, if you haven't hit the thumbs up on all the platforms, uh, please do. It does help uh, skirt the algorithms or whatever. Uh, appreciate that very much. And uh, uh, there you go. There it is. There it is. Uh, Night Stalker, the demons of Mars. Exactly right. What's up? Party in space, baby. Oh, yeah. So a couple more fun things while we're at it. Uh, this was kind of cool. I thought, I, I thought I'd point this out. In case, in case you don't want to go to uh, the actual Martian situation and find yourself going to the moon, well, this is from uh, KeystoneNevadaCorner.com. And yeah, they're building this a $5 billion moon-themed resort in Las Vegas. So maybe, maybe one of these days, since I do live in Vegas, all of you guys can come and we can meet on the moon <laughs> on the moon uh, why not i mean in vegas we've got the statue of liberty we've got the eiffel tower right we've got a, a medieval castle in the form of a hotel casino called excalibur i mean why not we've got a pyramid for crying out loud it's uh it's called the luxor right it's got uh, the, like these the mighty sphinx outside on both sides it's a pretty amazing little spot down there on the strip if you've never been there but uh back to this we got a $5 billion moon-themed resort coming to Las Vegas. And so maybe, maybe, let's say drink some maybe juice, God willing. Maybe uh, when they build this sucker, uh, this was actually October 30th, 2021, when this is reported. So this is not an old article. This is what's coming. Uh, active lunar colony and spaceship nightclub. Maybe the first Troubled Minds Con happens 
on the moon. You never know. <laughs> so we'll see. Let's see. Uh, Canadian-based company Moon World Resorts has announced plans for the five billion, five point five million square foot hotel, whose signature feature will be a replica of the moon, standing at seven hundred and thirty-five feet tall and six hundred and fifty feet wide. The replica will be only one. Uh, let's see. Will only be one seventy-five thousandth the size of the moon, but that's large enough to accommodate four thousand guest rooms and. And suites. Plans for Moon Resorts Las Vegas also include a 75,000 square foot spa, 50,000 square foot food and beverage offerings, 75,000 square feet of retail, and 150,000 square feet of clubs and lounges. There you go. Matt's got it right. Meet me on the moon. There it is. So uh, pretty good stuff. I thought this was uh, interesting as I was kind of digging through some of the uh, Coloniz off-planet colonization situations, and this popped up as being a something happening on the moon in Vegas. Because why not? We have everything else, so why the hell not? But yeah, so that's what's on. That's what's uh, the the uh, context of the conversation tonight. Uh, all of that in a nutshell. And uh, there you go. If you, you want to challenge me to do the whole troubled minds in, in ten minutes, well, you got it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What's up? Uh, yeah, I'm totally in thinking about a vacation. There we go. Uh, super champion rock says you can even visit New York City in Vegas without having to listen to annoying accents. No, there's tons of annoying accents down there for sure. A lot of international folks come and uh, there's uh, there's tons and tons of uh, different language speakers and yeah, for sure. For sure. I know what you mean though. You're taking a, taking a jab at uh, New York. We got lots of good friends in New York though, so I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, so pretty, pretty crazy stuff regarding this and all the rest of it. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think that uh, as always, uh, you know, the underlying theme of this show, not just this particular show tonight this conversation is troubled minds is you know it's okay to be positive you know like in a negative world where everything seems to be sort of just a weight on our shoulders with fear propaganda and fear porn and all the rest of this stuff um well let's just it's okay like like be fearless and be unafraid to be positive and that's what this is all about and that's what we're discussing tonight just in a different way in a different way <laughs> ronald's got it right 50 bucks extra for anal probes <laughs> on the moon <laughs> uh you guys are cracking me up now uh, rohan says the mighty rohan liam martin oh i bet you can pay for abduction fantasy in vegas soon then <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. There you go. All right. So, so I don't know. Uh, we're, we're kind of near the end of this. Uh, anybody else want to jump in here? We got a few minutes left for you. If you want to be part of the conversation, 702-957-1037, click the discord link at troubleminds.org. Otherwise we're going to wind this down. Probably not much else to say other than, uh, be unafraid to be positive. It's okay. It's, uh, even though we're, we we're facing down a negative world and a negative, uh, um, uh, d division media um, reject it reject the fact that we have to choose between two crappy political parties in this country that both are ruining everything and then get to say get to blame the other guy right the, the, in this case the duality of creation it falls on them and they failed in every aspect and uh, yeah, yeah reject it reject it outright demand more be more and uh, be unafraid that's it. There we go. Jeez, <laughs> uh, you guys are cracking me up in the chat over there. Okay, so uh, yeah, we, we can we can uh, wind this down. Let's see. Uh, Penny says, "I'll call tomorrow as I don't believe Mars is real." That's perfect. That's cool. And by the way, we'll disagree on that. And when we're finished with that conversation, we'll still get along. 
<laughs> it's, it's totally fine to disagree. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, so so yeah, we'll, we'll wind this up. We'll end it a little bit early since it seems that uh, eh, I'm not as into this as I usually am because it, it you know it is what it is, and it is propaganda and blah blah blah. But uh, so we'll, we'll we'll wrap this up. And if you want, to, uh, there you go. Shout out New York City was a good natured joke. Yeah yeah yeah. You're you're just you're making fun. You're you're having we're having jokes here. This is this is not a place where we get together and uh, and uh, <laughs> and try and crap on each other that's not what it's about uh but yeah shout out new york city we got a lot of good friends there and uh it's okay it's all good and they would laugh too so 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 let's let's finish this up let's get the hell out of here like i said got a few minutes left if you guys want to be part of the show that part of the discussion 702-957-1037 troubleminds.org click the discord link otherwise uh as you know i want i want to point this out too as we kind of get down to the, the end of this is that um this this show is our show this is not just my show this is not just mike is troubled minds no troubled minds is us and i mean that like like a a lot of people say it and a lot of people try and make that happen but i mean it like uh, the invitation is to you if you're listening to this in any capacity and you want to be part of this show let me know i did get an email last night from uh, from an individual that wants to be on the, the show uh, maybe like a panel discussion one time sure fine we can do stuff like that uh, maybe uh we'll work in like a friday now and then where we don't have to be on radio we can just kind of kick it and talk and get a few people on a panel and just shoot the shit about a particular topic or two or three or something. It's no big deal. And that's what I mean. So if you want to be part of the show, if you have an idea for a show, if you, uh, whatever, whatever it is, you're invited. Troubled Minds Radio at Gmail. Send me an email. You can join the Discord, Troubled Minds. Uh, .org, click the Discord link and come hop on there. That's the social media I'm most active on. If you tag me on Twitter or something, I may not notice it because I don't watch Twitter that often. And uh, just to let you know, uh, you guys are invited. The whole idea of this was I'm not Linda Moulton Howe, you're not Richard Dolan, and you don't have to be to talk about amazing things. You just have to be you. Come as you are. Come as you were. Come as I want you to be. And uh, that's the Nirvana tune I just ripped off. And uh, there we go. And uh, that's true. Just be yourself. You just got to be yourself. That's the that's the way this works. Um, Kelly, anything else while we got you here before we burn this down and finish this up? Burn it all down. About ready. About ready. Um, just one last thing. You know, with all that to that, uh, just be unapologetic for uh, for love. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's okay. It's okay to uh, to not be as masculine as you, you're supposed to be, or not be as this or that or the other thing as you're supposed to be. There's no supposed to be's. As Kelly said, hundred percent. You were spot on, my friend. Don't apologize. Do the right thing and don't apologize for it. And uh, goddamn right. Th- thanks for thanks for adding that. Appreciate it, brother. All right, man. You guys have a good night, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, man. You got it, bro. You got it. Great stuff from Kelly, as always. That's Kelly in Colorado. All right, let's get the F out of here. Let's just wind this up, and uh, we're done. So the bad news is we're done. This one's for Jay, and uh, he's been he's had his hands full. He's doing some extra work out there in New York, and uh, he usually pops in for the last bit. But uh, sorry, Jay, if we missed you, but this one's for you. All right? The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we've got tomorrow. So uh, we'll have more Troubled Minds tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific, and then uh, we'll have another one on Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific as well. So good stuff. Uh, be unapologetic for love and uh, do the right thing. And uh, don't, don't let anybody stare you down and make you feel weird about doing the right thing. You do the right thing, right? You, 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 you know what it is. We know what it is. I know what it is, at least to the best of our ability. And we are human and we're allowed to be wrong. So don't forget that part too. Don't forget 
you're not allowed. Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I don't, I don't want to uh, bring the fury of detractors, let's say. I didn't want to say something negative to, to negativity begets negativity. So let's not do that. So, okay, let's, uh, let's, just, uh, let's just burn the hell out of here. Let's play this. This is the, the outro, which we usually do for the JTRO. And it just so happens, I've got a quote that I don't think we've read yet, and it's this. This is from Jacqueline Novogratz. And it's exactly like this. Monsters will always exist. There's one inside each of us, but an angel lives there too. There is no more important agenda than figuring out how to slay one and nurture the other. Shout out to Matt in California. There's the duality of the wolves, right? Which wolf will you feed? Indeed, sir. Exactly right. And as we finish this, like I said, God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. If you like Troubled Minds, please spread the word. Let uh, let everybody know that there's a conversation happening out there where you don't have to be a political douchebag. You don't have to try and tell people they're wrong. You don't have to do any of that. You can hang out. You can have a good time. You can expand your mind and your consciousness and uh, be better for it tomorrow and understand and learn that together we're better. Honestly, uh, diversity is a strength, and I mean that unlike the propagandists who use it as a weapon. It's a strength. It's good that we think differently. Because, of course, if we ask the right questions and people think differently, you get different answers. And you see the value of questions. It brings truth closer to home. And I think that's the important part here. So let's get the hell out of here. Again, this is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. I'm me. You're you. But together we're us. And that's a powerful thing. And let's get the hell out. Meaning it goes a little something like this. Actually, let's do this, because why not, as we finish, feed every wolf. (laughs) Don't let any wolves go hungry. (laughs) All right. It goes like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.